Hello and welcome to the Wait What podcast. The first thing I want you to do is get that piece of crap out of my ring. You thump your Bibles and you say your prayers and it don't get you anywhere. Talk about your psalm, talk about your John 3.16. Austin 3.16 says, I just whooped your ass. I'm David. I'm Mitchell. And I'm Liam. Baby! <laughs> How are you doing, guys? All good, man. All good. Oh, for yep. everyone listening, we can see each other. We can yep, see yep. for the first time. It's weird. <laughs> it's weird. It's another, mo- it's another monumental uh, point for the podcast. We are recording over Zoom so we can now see each other's reactions and pop each other more. <laughs> Just to confirm, we are all fully clothed. For, for now. now. <laughs> well, well, you know, depends. If it, if it gets a bit heated, you know, get a bit wooey. You never know. <laughs> Liam might Speaking of wooey, this is the wrestling episode. Down. Speaking of wooey, if you hadn't guessed. <laughs> um, so we assume that our, most of our regular audience uh, skip this one. Um, if you are one of our regular audience and you have listened to the wrestling episode, you are hardcore. Yes. Just a little, uh, <laughs> little too sweet. A little too, little too sweet to each <laughs> other. Yes, too sweet, yes, we can yes. Um, and if you would like to tell us about how much you enjoy our content, uh, you can on our socials. That includes uh, at Wait What Trio on the Instagram and at Wait What Pod Trio on the Twitter. And we have a YouTube channel, Mitchell. Uh, Wait What Podcast. Yeah, there's no other housekeeping. That's it. We, we've yeah, got nothing. That's it for now. That's it. We've got nothing this week. We've got nothing. Cool. We've got nothing. We've got nothing new. We've got nothing. Uh, <laughs> yeah, we got nothing. Yeah, we got nothing. We got well, 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 we stag- oh, no, 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 that's, that, that's a big, that's a big lie. I mean, do we tell them now or do we wait till later for a little surprise? Oh. Uh, well, if I don't know, you talk about uh, the surprise we've got in this episode. Yes, this surprise. No, there's no other surprises. Oh, okay. One. Well, then, do we do we, do we tell they're... them or do we save it? Yeah, yeah, no, no, because they've already seen it. Because imagine we promoted it in our description. We are professionals, obviously. Is this bit going to get cut out then? Yeah, I won't go that far. <laughs> <laughs> no, no gonna start, Liam's going to start editing the podcast. We can um, only dream. <laughs> BA editing. You think this is? It's beginning and finished. Yeah, we just try and be on our best behaviour. <laughs> That's the yeah. best thing to do. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah, um, we will mention the fact that for, we're breaking another first for the Wait What podcast by having our first special guest. Hey, hey, hey. Yep. Um, we we met him on the uh, on our collaboration with the Free Men and a Microphone podcast. Mr. Damien Lee uh, will be joining us later on in the episode to do a bit of wrestling talk about what's going on currently and talk about Survivor Series. And I will be gone. <laughs> okay, yeah, yeah. Um, just, uh, yeah, just, uh, yeah. Mitch is... Uh... Mitch doesn't like us. He doesn't really want to be here. So he's kind of doing his bit and then he's just going to piss off. I think yeah. Mitch organised this, actually. He was the one that's just like, oh, God, we're doing wrestling. Okay, I know someone that they would like to talk to. <laughs> he organised this whole thing. Yeah. He just told, he's just like, I ain't talking to them pricks about that. Fuck <laughs> off. I ain't talking to them. It already, in fairness, like, round of applause to Mitchell for persevering with it twice. <laughs> oh, yeah. 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 <laughs> There will I mean, be a I, I do, I do, I do like wrestling. I just don't follow it as much as I used to anymore. 
if these episodes weren't as I think the term is growers. Not <laughs> showers. Episodes, growers, yeah. not showers, you know. <laughs> if these episodes weren't growers, then we probably wouldn't have done a second one. But they proved to be uh, to be popular growers. Yeah, so, wrestling fans are weird. We're all weird. Yeah. Like they find they find wrestling content late and any wrestling content they latch onto. Or or the thing is within reason, all wrestling content is good content. <laughs> within reason okay within, within reason within reason there are some that are dog shit um, it's probably this but you know where are you going to do it anyway because you know we find it fun well we're not a wrestling podcast but we will commit to being a wrestling podcast when it's like the big four pay-per-views I think is yeah. what we kind of work we'll do it. we'll do it when we need to <laughs> um, and all the other time we're just your typical random <laughs> week by week, fly by the seat of our pants. Have Chats. conversations between <laughs> conversations amongst three individuals. And, and we're all not the that suits and those things. Yeah. Three yeah, very well done. bearded gentlemen, that's what I'd like to say. <laughs> Mine's not even Sorry, in Mitchell. Shot. <laughs> Sorry, Mitchell. Yeah, fine. 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 It's, <laughs> it's fine. It's fine. I'll, it's I'll, okay. No, we, now I can see when we're cutting off. <laughs> <laughs> he's, he's like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, I know. He's like, shut up! <laughs> I you finished it. I'm not finished. I'm not finished. Can I, okay, can I finish? Please, can I finish? Okay, finish. Okay, but we're not we're not getting rid of Mitchell just yet. No. No. Bye bye. <laughs> bye, bitch. <laughs> No, seeing as a uh, well, we're recording this on the Tuesday, you know, a little bit of a, a little bit of a peeking behind the curtain there for you. Uh, so it is fresh off the heels of uh, Full Gear, AEW's debut, and just round the corner is Survivor Series, one of my personal favourite pay per views, uh, behind the Rumble, uh, which is as <laughs> a whole different conversation. But uh, I am pretty sure Mitch has got a certain little uh, little list for us. Is that right? Yes. Um, bread, milk. No, sorry, wrong list. No, no, keep uh, going. Uh, I want to know what else is on there. I want to keep uh, keep going. Fags, alcohol. <laughs> just more alcohol. Turn. More alcohol. Shovel, Car- lime, Car- <laughs> lime, rope, Carolina Reaper. Yeah. <laughs> Carolina <laughs> Reaper condoms, fuck it, hell. <laughs> uh, I make sure I put them on the right way around. <laughs> yes, but indeed, the uh, Survivor Series is upcoming, and uh, because of this, Mitchell has come up with, well, not come up with, he's found a list <laughs> of right. the 10 best Survivor Series matches, I believe. Just like yeah. the running theme from the WrestleMania and the SummerSlam. Something episodes. tells me that there's going to be uh, 10 best Royal Rumble winners coming up soon at some point. Not winners, surely. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Or matches, you know, you know. The Royal Rumble matches. Yeah. <laughs> right, this list is um, the ten best Survivor Series PPV matches according to CageMatch.net. It's what okay. matches? What what matches? CageMatch. No, 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 no. The one before that. PPV. PPV. Yeah. Just say pay per view. Just say pay per view. I mean, if it said pay-per-view, I would have said pay-per-view. Don't be it's a penis. PPV. Don't be a penis. 
hey, you know, whenever you see the words doctor with the initials, you always say DR. Everyone does oh, that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's DR yeah, Dre, yeah. isn't it? So, sorry. DR Dre. Sorry, sorry. DR Dre. DR Dre. Oh, DR Who? That's my favorite TV program. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, this episode, all right, for, for disclosure, this episode's probably the longest. I'm oh, yeah, this is, gonna be, this is going to be a long and It's going to grow and it's going to get long. Yes. <laughs> like my ego and nothing else. Uh, right, so at number 10 on this list is Team Cena versus The Authority. Ah. So that's 20, uh, 24, no, 14 or 15. It's Final Series 2014. Oh, yes. That's one where Big Show gave him the old, wasn't it? Yeah. That's also the one. Yeah, the one where Sting uh, debuts. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah, that's the one. Spoiler alert: if you're about a million years behind, (laughs) Sting arrives. That's one of the. That's one also the first like attempted pushes of uh, Dolph Ziggler. Did you want me to tell the tell you the teams or, or? I think I can try and guess them. I can do the authority. I'm pretty sure I can do the authority team because it was quite right, easy. I'll do Cena. I'll do Cena if you do authority. Well, wait. Why do you have to do one man and I have to do five? That's cheating. That's not fair. <laughs> <laughs> I've got yeah. to do four. Yeah. <laughs> so, I mean, authority was what? It was, um, was it Rollins? Seth Rollins. Rollins. Yeah, yeah. Kane. Luke Harper. Yep. So, yep. Luke Harper, Kane. Yep. Was it Ro- yeah. No, Rowan was on Cena's team. Rowan was on Cena's team. Uh, and there was also. I'm trying to think of who that. was who was kissing authority ass at that point. Ryback was on Cena's team. Yep, yep. Uh, and that's it. And it's Big Show, Ryback, Rowan, Ziggler, and Cena. Yeah, that's Team Cena. Yeah, Team Authority was Seth Rollins, Kane, Luke Harper. Oh, I want to say Rusev, but I don't think it's right. Yeah, oh, it's Rusev. Ah, yeah. oh. and one more. Well, strongest man. <laughs> oh, it's Mark Henry. Oh, Mark Henry. Oh, yeah. he it was Mark Henry because he got he got knocked out by Big yes. Show. Yes. Oh, cool. The KO That's punch, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes, he punched was. him out. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. All right, cool. Yeah, that was a good match. That yeah, was all right, actually. I was. Memorable, at least, for like yeah. WWE. I mean, not that even that's cool. the fact that they turned. Like, obviously, Big Show did his ten thousand heel turn. That was the one where that was the one where a big show knocked Mark Henry out straight away, pinned him, and then the camera panned to Triple H's face of pure shock. Like that (laughs) was one of our best people, and he's gone within like three seconds. Yeah, little did they know that they had they uh they had a fucking Judas, a Judas in the camp. Run to the next one. Go. Number nine, Triple H versus Ric Flair. Survivor Series 20, uh, 2005. Yeah, we were talking about fun. this the other day, actually, weren't we? Yeah, we, we were. were talking about this the other day. Uh, it was the, I think it was the it break, was a... break up of the Evolution feud where Ric Flair turned babyface and won the Intercontinental title, I think, at that time. Uh, then, <laughs> that was some interesting stuff. And then he, they kind of Triple H came back from whatever recovery he was doing. Or anything that one like he done that. his, and, was that his quad? No, no, I think it was, he probably just took some time off after, like, losing to the Batista a bunch of times. Um, so then, yeah, then Ric Flair and Triple H had the steel cage match, 
which I think was possibly better than this match, just because Ric Flair goes over. Um, but yeah, I don't, I don't remember much from the match itself, to be honest. I don't really, really go back and watch this era. To be honest, I think, um, in all honesty, I think like, um, what's there? There was a street fight. Yeah, yeah, street fight. I think street yeah. fights are quite a slight, a, 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 a nicker term from uh, old uh, James E. It's lazy book. Was it a street fight? Or was it a last man standing match? It was a street fight. It wasn't a last man standing. I'm pretty sure it's just, it's just it's lazy book. Did it say last man standing? Could be last man standing. Uh, I don't know whether it was there because it says um, Triple H be, uh, betrayed Flair shortly after Rick turned face, leading to their issues culminating in a last man standing match. Oh, okay. So oh. it was a last man standing match. I'd say street fights. Like street fights are lazy booking. Well, yeah, but it depends if it depends if it's like booked well beforehand. You can't just start mm. with a street fight. And this I was, mean, you know, to be fair, day, I mean, was... Triple H and um, Flair, you can't really, yeah, hold his own weight for the two of them. Yeah, and Ric Flair obviously had to be the babyface. No one, boo. no one was going to like boo Ric Flair if Triple H was the babyface. Imagine no, just be wooing <laughs> everywhere. Exactly. Okay, next one. Adam Cole, feet, bye bye. Feet, bye. Bye. that was a that was a really good match. That was really good. I remember that was what Survivor Series 2018, 19, oh, I knew it was very recent. That's yeah. when um, that's when they had Team NXT there, but Adam Cole like they had the title matches separate. Yeah, yeah. they had the, they had the Intercontinental versus the US versus the North American. You had the um, the men's and the women's Survivor Series teams, and also the women's um, women's, women's title was a triple yeah, women's threat. Women's title was triple as well. Titles were triple threat as well. Yeah. It was but just only the, the um, title, yeah. The world titles the weren't title, yeah. yeah. But yeah, Adam Cole, Pete Dunne had a, had a good match. That's with the only main thing I remember from that was Pete Dunne going for the bitter end and uh, Cole reverses it into the Panama Sunrise. And that was that's, that's such a good move. Yeah. P. Williams yeah, now is just is just P. Williams is just doing that right now. He's just like yeah, fucking yeah, that's mine. Doing the old Canadian, the old Canadian. It was only if he fucking made money that's off it. of it. Imagine how much yeah. money he'd make now. How many fucking Canadian destroyers get thrown about? I uh, mean, if, if moves were copyrighted and everyone was able to like make money from being the originator of moves, then. There'll be nothing for it. No wrestling. No wrestling would. What's, what's the um? What's the best Canadian destroyer you've ever seen? Well, P. Williams. The first one I saw P. Williams do, obviously. First, I said, well, no, like out of all the Canadian destroyers you've seen, that's the best one you've ever seen. Well, yeah, I mean, because then other, after other than that, you just get to stupid ones like when Penta Canadian destroyed one of the bucks on the cage onto it through a table or whatever. It's just like that's one yeah. of my favorite. That's one of my favorite ones. Uh, but I knew uh, there's that with the one you were going to say. That's one yeah. of my favorite ones. Yeah, but just, I, I remember. I remember the first time. Why did you go do the Canadian destroyer? You could have just done like a the power bombs with nah, the same effect. It. It's not the same. The old, yeah. the old, the old flippy pole driver. Yeah, no, but I will say the first. Mitch, have you ever seen what a Canadian destroyer looks like? Uh, yes. Uh, when I watch the videos that pop up on Facebook of like yeah, WrestleMania, if, you, you, if, you, if you watch my fingers, <laughs> it's kind of like that. <laughs> yeah. So yeah. great for an audio on, podcast. Just go onto YouTube <laughs> and type in Pete Williams Canadian Destroyer. It's a yeah. flipping pearl driver. It is what it is. It looks like it. You should be dead. <laughs> is it? 
the one where he basically makes them flip and he put pile drives them. Is yeah. that the one? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. He, he gets them into like power bomb position if you imagine it, and then he leaps forward. And then the other person, it's, it's one of those moves that looks like you, you're very co- cooperative because it is, they do cooperate. Yeah, yeah. But yeah got, the, one's uh, got a forward flip, one's got a basically back the, flip. Yeah, at the same time, and then it kind of landed in like the power driver position. Yeah, yeah, and like some of them, I've seen some sort of like really brutally kind of things, especially for Pete Williams. So when they're like around his size, but they like land, like look like they land on their head kind of thing. Yeah, they just laid it like they're dead. Mm. But yeah, right. next one. Fair enough. Next one: Team SmackDown versus Team Raw Survivor Series 2016. Ah, uh, okay, yeah. Is that's, that the one uh, with that, Ambrose? That's, that's and... a long one. That's a long one. Yeah. That's uh, Team SmackDown. <laughs> Team SmackDown was AJ Styles, Ambrose, Bray Wyatt, Randy Orton, and Shane McMahon. Yep. And Team Raw was Kevin Owens, Chris Jericho, Roman Reigns, Braun Strowman, and Triple H. No. You sure? No, it wasn't Triple H. Was it Kurt Angle? Uh, no. Are you sure? What was no, the one Seth where? Rollins. It was Seth yeah. What, was the one where, what was the one where Triple H got like choked out by Strowman? It looked like he shat himself. He tried to screw. Like year after. That was the ah. weird one. That Kurt Angle, John Cena, Shane McMahon in it. Yeah. I just, I just yeah, remember Triple weird. H, him having older Triple H by the front. He was just like... Nah, that one, the one that um, is in this list, that's the one with the uh, mini shield reunion where Ambrose and Rollins and Reigns attack uh, AJ Styles and put him through the announce table. Oh, yeah, I remember that, yeah. And also Shane McMahon goes for the um, leap of faith dropkick thing that he does. Oh, is that when Reigns... Is that when when Reigns rocks his shit? Yeah. Yeah. Coast to Coast? Yeah, it's called Coast Coast to Coast. Coast. Van Terminator, really. (laughs) Yeah, it's it's a Van Terminator without... I mean, he used to have a chair, didn't he? Van Damme used to have a chair. Van Damme is, yeah. Shane Man used to do it with a garbage can, but yeah, yeah, he's still still impressive. Um, but yeah, that's got those moments in it, and Randy Orton winning at the end as he most normally did in Survivor Series he's, matches. He's the best. That, he's got he's got the best record in Survivor Series, hasn't he, Randy? Was him that the one where Reigns um, knocked out uh, Shane? Yeah, yeah, with the spear. Yeah. With the spear. When he speared, him, his head <laughs> literally just went bang straight on the fucking. And Shane's thing. son was there, weren't he? Yeah, yeah, Randy Orton. Randy, Randy, Randy Orton broke character. character. Yeah, yeah. 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 Yeah, I literally character. watched that the other day. Top 10 moments wrestlers broke character. <laughs> Ooh. There's so many wrestling lists like that on YouTube. Yeah. Anyway. Do you know who doesn't break character? The Iron Sheik. <laughs> that guy don't break character. He does not. Or Danhausen. I'm now, I'm a big fan. I'm a fanhausen of Danhausen now. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I am a fanhausen. Collect some. Collect some teeth for the super evil Danhausen. <laughs> but a good, the good, super evil, but super nice Danhausen. <laughs> Best way for him to make money. Monies, yes. Money, so he can have a rocket car and a solid gold house. Sim. He loves, he loves Simpsons. That that wrestler, so therefore, yeah, he's my yeah. favorite wrestler. Yeah, I do. Like, I just listened to Talk of Jericho's episode with Danhausen. I was crying. It was great. Loved it. <laughs> so good. Mitch just, uh, YouTube, Mitch, just YouTube Danhausen. Just YouTube it. You won't be sorry. I enjoyed it thoroughly. Fair enough. Next one on the list. Brock Lesnar versus AJ Styles, 2017. Oh, that was a, that was a great match. Was a very that, match. that was one of the better ones of the, of the uh, modern era as well. Yeah, and one of Brock Lesnar's better matches. He always works well with a 
rest of us smaller than him. Oh, look at him. He's yeah, built like a yeah. fucking house. Well, he's more, like, yeah. he's more built like a fucking barn. Yeah. And, and a nice thing to that point is that sometimes, like, you're getting accustomed to, like, Brock Lesnar just winning, like, quickly, like, against Samoa Joe and Braun Strowman and, like, other, others before. I mean, before that point, because he's done it again since. But, you know, you just got used to the quick Brock Lesnar squash. And then AJ Styles actually gets some offense in and actually Brock sells. And Brock is brilliant at selling. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And, yeah, uh, yeah the, the memorable thing from that for me is when AJ Styles looks like he's going to win because he's got him in the calf crusher. And Brock Lesnar just grabs his, his head and just slams it into the mat over and over again. Um, yeah, that was, a, that was a really good match. Yeah, I mean, I hope I hope there's another certain, and I hope there's another Brock match on here. It should be if the AJ Styles ones on here, there should be another one. I imagine there's maybe yeah. more than one. You are there, you are there CM, you're out there doing the old CM Punk in the corner. <laughs> yeah. See, I told you this. I told you this was going to um, be be distracting, being a video podcast <laughs> now. To see number, each other's foibles. Number five, Brock Lesnar versus Daniel Bryan, 2018. There you go. That's the other Daniel Bryan match. That one was um, that was interesting because Daniel Bryan had literally just turned heel and then was taken on heel Brock Lesnar. Yeah, but you know it was that was a great match because that was all of a sudden the, the match just didn't didn't wasn't Lesnar basically kicking a shove and also just booted Lesnar straight in the bollocks like he did with Styles. Yeah, to win the title. yeah, I did. yeah, he did. That was that is how he then took over. That was a great match. You know, yeah, but naturally everyone was kind of like pulling for Daniel Bryan in there. Yeah. Until uh, until the inevitable happened, I brought one. <laughs> <laughs> I remember um, the I remember the opening of that match because Daniel Bryan immediately goes out of the ring and then Brock chases him and then like, it's, it's just Daniel Bryan like running away from Brock Lesnar and he goes rolls back into the ring and starts doing the star jumps thing because and Brock doing that and doing out. that weird like that um, that walk thing he used to do I think that's like one of the something to do with when they're yeah. training wrestling do that walking on his knees and shit like that yeah yeah he's doing like animal movements and stuff yeah but Butcher does it on AEW when he gets into the ring he does it before when he gets in the ring he walks around the ring doing it I've seen Very. I'm very observant <laughs> <laughs> number four on the list Team Bischoff versus Team Austin 20, uh, 2003 Yep, that was Funny the stipulation. Funny enough, we were talking about that the other day as well. Yep, stipulation that Austin could get fired if he if his team loses. Yeah, I had that. Um, I had that pay per view on VHS, so I think I remember the teams pretty well. That team was the Austin. one where um, Michaels was in it, wasn't he? Yeah, Team Austin had Michaels, Booker T, the Dudley Boys, and God damn, I was getting stuck on the last one. <laughs> Sean Michaels. Oh, Rob Van Dam. Rob Van Dam. That was it. Yeah. And then uh, Team Bischoff had Chris Jericho, Christian, uh, yep. Mark Henry. Yep. And uh, Randy Orton. Yep. <laughs> and one more person. Damn it. The last one. Scott. Scott Steiner. Big yeah. Papa Pump is your hookup. <laughs> Hillstock Steiner was not memorable especially on the WWE run no. WCW so was oh yeah different story yeah 
Um, but yeah, memorable match. Batista comes in and costs uh, Austin the match after Michaels fought valiantly. I think four on one. Three on one. Yeah. Oh, it's three on one. Yeah. Yeah. I know that I know that he was completely fucked and all of a sudden he just dropped the super kick, fell on him. Yeah. yeah. That that was to yeah, I think it was to Christian. And then Jericho gets um uh, like rolled up and Jericho comes back in with a steel chair and hits um, Michael's just bust him clean open. Yeah. Yeah. And then it's left to like Michael's Randy Orton. Some shenanigans happen, so that Austin is distracted. Batista rolls in, Batista bombs Michael's Randy Orton wins. For his first of many Survivor Series wins. Yep. He was Soul Survivor. So his first of many Soul Survivor wins as well. Oh, yeah. He was Soul Survivor, yeah. Yeah. Next one. You ready for the next one, yeah? Yeah, man. Number three. Uh, team WWE versus Team Alliance 2001. What a fucking paper. What, what, what a storyline, man. What a storyline. I love a pay-per-view I had on DVD. <laughs> Yeah, a lot of hate for the Alliance storyline, ain't there? <laughs> oh, I, love, I, I really enjoyed it. I thought it was great. Yeah, we I really did enjoy the... it. <laughs> we I, enjoy, I enjoy it now. I still enjoy it now. Oh, yeah. Great. I enjoy it for nostalgia purposes. Good wrestling and stuff. Yeah, the Alliance team. There is some questions. Yeah, the Alliance team is a lot, a, lot, a lot weaker than the WWE side. Yeah, it would have been better if they had more stars. But then, if you got the stars in, Who's to say that it wouldn't have turned out exactly the same way because yeah. Vince McMahon is booking it and he wasn't going to book WCW to be as strong as WWE. No, there was no way. Even if he'd have had Goldberg and Flair and Sting, they would have they would have lost as well. They weren't exactly. going to win. Exactly. He'd just be more pissed off. Yeah. But yeah, well, that's, I wouldn't um, because I don't care. Like, fuck Goldberg. Team, <laughs> team Alliance for those uh, WCW regulars of uh, Kurt Angle <laughs> who never wrestled in WCW. Ever. Austin. Who well, did wrestle in WCW and ECW, but like he was stunning was, Steve Austin <laughs> was only a star in real massive main event star in WWF. Booker T and uh, I want to say DDP, but it won't. Here comes the money. Uh, yeah, no, oh, shame, shame. yeah, shame, isn't it? Yeah, RVD, that was the other one. Yeah. Keep forgetting RVD, <laughs> <laughs> they were the two like WCW, ECW originals, and then you had Shame yeah. and Man. Yeah, that was the other one. <laughs> And Team WWF on the other side, you've got Rock, Jericho, Kane, Undertaker, Big Show. Wasn't this like literally when Shane McMahon tried to take over WCW? No, he did take yeah. over WCW. Yeah. He was in charge, yeah. And he then a feud between him and his dad. Well, no, yeah, he did the start. They did you had the invasion yeah. where ECW and WCW formed an alliance. And one. And then and one. And then um it came down to yeah, it came down to Survivor Series, winner takes all. Mm-hmm. And then uh, Vince was like, yeah, you're all going to get squashed. Yeah, the thing is, is the storyline definitely would have com- should have would have culminated in like WrestleMania kind of time. I think it would have been the original plan. Yeah. But instead, they just did, they just ended it as Survivor Series. It's a good way to do it, though. Survivor Series, 5v5. It's a good way to end it. Oh, yeah. And it ended in um, Brock versus Austin for like one of the last few times. Yeah. Because they were the last two. And one of the red times that uh, Rock went over. Rock sells, a, Rock, 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 Rock sells a stunner, man. He knows how to he, sell a stunner. He fucking loves to sell a stunner, doesn't he? He's the, I'd say he's the best. He's the best. He's the best at selling yeah. a stunner. <laughs> Although I did like Scott Hall's one at WrestleMania. That was funny. He <laughs> just jumped straight up in the air and just fell straight back down. As if the Rock wasn't already the best at many things. Yeah. 
except playing the Scorpion King because that film was terrible. Don't tell me it's good. I'd rather watch the fucking Tooth Fairy than watch that. Mate, that's a that's a really good film. Uh, Fuck off. I like all rock movies. Rock, rock, rocks in them. Yeah. What's not? I haven't seen. I haven't seen Hobbs and Shaw. I've heard that he's very, very good in that. I've not seen Jungle Cruise. (laughs) Neither have I. I. Haven't seen Jungle Cruise. And I haven't seen the second Jumanji film, but I thought it was great in the first one. It's got a movie on Netflix as well with Ryan Reynolds on it. Red Red Notice. That's supposed to be really, really good. I might watch it. They're bringing out their feud to real life as well. Yeah, the I wouldn't rock, want to. I would not fuck with that guy. The Rock put, the rock put a billboard up saying Ryan Reynolds still uses his mum's Netflix account. <laughs> well, the thing is, Ryan Reynolds is now feuding with The Rock and Hugh Jackman. Yeah, and The Rock has got Kevin Hart and Ryan Reynolds, and also Vin Diesel. Well, no, apparently uh, Vin Diesel's reached out to the Rock and was like, they need him for Fast 10. Yeah. Which Why is, is there 10? Why is there it's 10? Got be, it's got to be called Fast X, surely. Fuchs. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, end of this wrestling list. Right, number two. Um, first Elimination Chamber match. Oh, 2002. yeah. 2002. That was... I remember seeing the Elimination Chamber for the first time and I was like, what? Well, I was a child. So I didn't go, what the fuck? But inside, I was like, what the fuck is that? Before That's... Dave mentions anyone who was in it, Rob Van Dam was in this one, all right, Dave? <laughs> I remember Rob Van Dam was in this I one. I remember Rob... Triple H in it. He, yep. His, his big meaty knee goes over fucking Triple H's throat, like from a five-star frog splash on the top of the pod. And then Triple H goes on to wrestle for another 25 minutes. What a hero. What a lad. Yeah. yeah go if Chip Wage is due over many things he was uh, he was a tough wrestler oh he taught yeah. his quads and all didn't he he carried on wrestling guy's fucking crazy but yeah Triple H Shawn Michaels Booker T Kane Rob Van Dam that's it isn't it I don't know bubbly. bubbly oh Jericho oh, yeah Jericho was in his eye bubbly basically Triple yeah. H Jericho and everyone Triple H would proceed to had to have buried and carry on burying. <laughs> yes. yes. At that time. But who was so it? Uh, Michaels. Yeah. With his, with his like winning of the world title return and the last time he ever won a world title despite being in many title matches afterwards. Yeah. He got obsessed with wrestling taken not long after that, didn't he? WrestleMania, a couple of years after. Not a couple of years. What, talk about mm-hmm. that? Eight years. <laughs> oh, was it that? Was it really that long? Oh yeah, that was the, the elimination chamber. Was was like his, it was only his second match back. He had the street fight at SummerSlam, and then he had the elimination chamber, and then he was champion. When did he start feuding with Taken? What was that? Two thousand and what? In, in WrestleMania twenty-five. When he come out and he cost Taker the chamber to set it up. What? What, what year was that? What, what year what? was that? 2011. Fucking hell, was it that far apart? Yeah. Shit, man, I thought, it was, I thought it was less than that. No, it was nine years. <laughs> Fucking hell. <laughs> what do you mean, what the hell? I, did, I, I thought they were closer than that. Shit, what man. You, thought, you didn't realise Shawn Michaels wrestled in WWE and it was a turn for like nearly 10 years? No. 
because to be honest, at that sort of point, I stopped really watching it for a little bit. I didn't realise it was still what, cutting Between 2002 about. and 2011? Yeah, I did. I dipped in and out. Seriously, I did. I dipped in and out. Now you know how I feel. And I did. It's just dipped back in. I say I was kind of still there, and then I wasn't, and then I was, and then I wasn't. I dipped in and out. Yeah, you know, we all, we all feel the same way. Triple H, <laughs> Triple H wrestles Cactus Jacket to Royal Rumble 2000. There's his quad. And then he's just the head of NXT. <laughs> yeah, you know, that's true. Like... Yeah, that's that's how it happens. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Yeah, uh, that was a good match. Yeah, we, we uh, finished. Fin- 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 finished taking the piss out of me. Finished. We finished. We finished. <laughs> uh, Kane was good around that time. <laughs> good pay per view that as well, hmm. as we will discuss later. <laughs> oh yes. Right, Go on, so what's what's the best? One. Why is the best Survivor Series match according to whatever Cage, that website is? Uh, Cage, Cage match. match. Um, the best one according to this uh, website is Bret Hart for Steve Austin, ninety-six. Ooh, the match before the WrestleMania match. Hmm. Not bad. As you can tell by the silence. <laughs> I mean, I mean, I wasn't ex- of- I wasn't expecting that to be honest. It's the first match of a trilogy. The story's really good. Steve Austin was just going on and on about Bret Hart for ages, and Bret Hart obviously wasn't in WWE then. He was uh, filming a TV series, um, which I'll discuss later. A shit shit TV series. Yeah, um, so then, you know, Bret Hart comes back and announces he's going to wrestle Austin at Survivor Series. Um, They have a great match, and if I remember correctly, it ends with Austin putting on the million dollar dream on Brett. Brett kicks off the turnbuckle and flips it over into a pin and uh, pins him. Ah, uh, yes, the old reverse like sleeper hold type move into a pin. Samoa yep. Joe has um, been caught out like that a few times. Yeah, it's the, that was Brett was the originator of that. I think he uh, he lost that way. Oh no, sorry, he won that way. Sorry, Austin lost that way. And what's cool about is that they then used that spot again in the WrestleMania match. Yeah. I mean, I would. I mean, I'm surprised that they didn't mention the um, the cage match um, at 2000. Was it 2001 with the Hardys? And, Hardys and uh, Dudleys. Yeah. yeah. We were another match we were talking about the other day, but that I feel like that should have at least been in there at some point. That was the beginning of the Hardy Boys' first breakup. Yeah, I think you could probably put in like Undertaker's been in a lot of matches. Yeah, Undertaker. Yeah. Um, good, you know, including his debut, yeah, one of the Survivor Series matches. He had a he had a casket match or two at Survivor Series. When did he have a casket match with Kamala? Was that WrestleMania? No, I think that was a Survivor. No, no, I think that was a Survivor Series, or if it was just a random TV special, could have been a Royal Rumble. Might have been a SummerSlam. <laughs> could have been mm. any of them. <laughs> yeah, it could have been any. You know, it was it was yeah. definitely an in your house, I think, because they were all in your houses then. Oh, I'll tell you what match wasn't on there that I'm surprised weren't. The um, Survivor Series 2002 um, to a tag team match, Edge, Mysterio, Los Guerreros and Angle and Benoit. Very good match. Probably because Benoit's on it. Oh, he got separated a man from it. For, for, for his art. <laughs> but yeah, that was, uh, that was a good match. <laughs> Some people feel a little bit... Mm. 
Yeah, so I acknowledge him on a, on a list at least. There's five other men in that list in that match. It's just like lost profits. That's <laughs> uh, <laughs> a reference for a music episode. There you uh, go. <laughs> yeah, fuck that guy. <laughs> fuck that guy. Not the rest of the band, just that one guy. Fuck that guy. Uh, so are we good? Yeah, we're all good, man. All good. That's the end of that list. Oh. So that's, that's basically what that's, that that's, that's basically what Mitch is saying is saying, right, I've done my bit. I've listened to your chat shit long enough. I'm going. See you later. I'm outie. Bye. <laughs> I've been in a cyclone, as a matter of fact. I've been in the danger zone. Yeah, I've been in the danger zone east of the Western Pacific, west of London, England, south of Mars, and north from hell. The danger zone. Yeah. I'm dead. Oh, shit. This is, um, we, we've already intro. <laughs> yes, we've done the intro. Yes. Yes, we've already oh, done damn the intro. But you are that was redemption. Yes, that was that was redemption though, because the last resting episode, I completely messed up that whole thing. <laughs> it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. You are David. Yes, you are. You know who I am. We don't have Mitch. He's gone. He's left us. He doesn't love us anymore. But that's fine because for the very first time, we have a guest. We, we have, have a Mr. special guest. We have a special guest, Mr. Damien Lee, labels and jelly spoons. Oh, <laughs> so excited. Honestly, when we when you came on our show, and firstly, thank you so much, boys, for uh, for letting me come on your show. It was uh, we, we, I, as soon as I heard on your show when I was listening to it, I heard that one word, which was kayfabe. Magical and I thought this, this is not only a friendship, but I need to talk to these guys for hours and hours. <laughs> and obviously when we're on, when we're over on the other show, I'm very limited how much I could talk about it. Back in the Attitude Era, he was fine to talk about it, but I've done the slog. I've been through ruthless aggression and all of that. And he's yeah. not been on that journey with me. So uh, to, to be on this show, on this episode, to talk wrestling, this is Christmas Day for me, boys. I, I'm, I thank you so much for, for letting well, me come on with you. We thank you for uh, coming on to the show as yeah. well. Um, yeah, we should mention the show that you're on, the uh, Free Men on Microphone podcast. It's a very good podcast. Uh, go listen to it. I'll, um, I'll, put all the, um, I'll put all the bits and bobs in the description as yep. per usual. Damien is very funny on it as well. I should give him, give him the credit. He's the best Bless of the you point. guys. Thank you very much for that. <laughs> yeah, he's, he's the only he's one our, decided to show up. He's our wrestling friend. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Love it. Um, we have we have so got what, a lot to unpack, man. We have got oh, a lot. What I want to do, what I want to do first though, is I just want to talk more with our guest kind of thing about his like his love of wrestling. Um, when when did it start, Damien? See, mine started um probably it was I used to rent the videos um from like my old um VHS video store when they were videos. I remember I was must have been about 10 11 yep. so we're sort of talking 1990 1991 um okay. so i used to ride my bike to the to the video store and my first introduction was wwf so it was i think my first ever wrestlemania that i saw was wrestlemania 4 um which i always remember was a double tape uh and it was at um uh it was uh, george uh not uh who's the uh donald trump it was at trump um, yeah, yeah, yeah. so that was that and then I and then I started watching them in order um and got up to I think so what was it it was the Slaughter Hogan Wrestlemania I think in 91 
Rest yeah. Um, so uh, oh, used seven, to sorry. rent. <laughs> it was, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Started uh, <laughs> renting out then, like SummerSlam um, and all of those bits and bobs. And at the time, then WCW was not on ITV, um, and they would have uh, Worldwide with Tony Schiavone, uh, and it was uh, the Body Ventura, and it was all of that stuff. And I was just, I, I it was larger than life, um, you know. And I wasn't from the world of sport era. Um, but even before that, I was kind of aware of Big Daddy and all that sort of stuff. But as soon as I saw Hulk Hogan for the first time, um, you know, I, I, back then I was a massive Hogan fan. Uh, then I was Warrior. Uh, so I kind of started in the in the in the cartoon sort of uh, era, um, you know, uh, and that, the glory days. Yeah. And and that's what got me hooked. And ever since then. Um, it was kind of one of those things back then it wasn't really you couldn't really mention it that much because there was only a certain amount of people that watched it then I begged my mum and dad well my uh, my mum at the time uh, uh, my mum and dad split up but I begged them to get Sky because uh, that was the only place you could watch it so then I couldn't watch it so I had to go around my friend's house to watch it and watch the pay-per-views uh, that were at that time on Sky Movies I think they were or something like that anyway okay. um yeah. And I just fell in love. And then when it became huge was when I was in sixth form. So I was in sixth form from like 96 to 98. Um, and it was huge. I mean, even the popular lads at school, you know, like the really, you know, the, oh, you know, the hard geezers, you know, they were giving people stunners in the, in the playground yeah. and, you know, do doing it. their, do their finger the birds. The rock and the DX chops and things like 100%, that. Yeah. yeah. And, you know, I, I, I would get home um, in the uh, kind of late 90s. It was on a Friday on Sky Sports at about five o'clock. Yeah. Um, then I kind of went on to um, Friday night at nine. I remember with my girlfriend at the time, we used to go to KFC. Um, so, yeah, I, look, I fell in love with it and I've watched it ever since. I think I've been a fan, like I said. So what is it now? Um, can, I, can I ask, like... It seems you came like a, I became a fan around ninety and ninety one kind of thing. What are your memories of SummerSlam ninety two? When um, it was in Wembley Stadium. Dude, yeah, I mean, I've I've still got the um, yeah. It was huge. I mean, I used to collect um, WWF magazine um, long before I started on Power Slam, and um, it was. I remember collecting the Sun, the copy of the Sun, where it had the pullout of uh, the Wembley Stadium. Um, I have to show you guys at some point. Massive right up on David Boy Smith. Um, and at that time, we didn't have Sky, so I couldn't watch it live. Uh, but when I saw that show, um, it was just phenomenal. Even kind of the tag team matches with uh, Money Inc. And, you know, uh, it, yeah, it was such a spectacle. Vince McMahon at that time, I had no idea, was the owner. He was just a commentator. I didn't have a clue. It was Jack Tunney who ran the thing. Um, <laughs> So for me, it was just made you proud to be British, you know, um, and I'm hopeful that the rumours are true that they may be doing it in September, because if that's true, boys, we are so there. Oh, yeah. Well, see, see, for, for, for me, I, my, that's my very first pay-per-view I ever saw, because it, it was out when that was on. It was the day after I was born. The day after wow. I was born was, uh, was SummerSlam. And I remember Gosh. when I was growing up, my dad has always watched it. My dad was the one that brought me into it. And he, when I finally started, he used to have a box, like it was bigger than me, just full of VHSs, all the in your houses, all the early stuff. And then he was like, I'm going to show you this one. And I sat down and watched it. And since then, watching that Intercontinental title match, 
I was hooked. Oh. I was hooked. It, it's still emotional now, even when the wives come in and she's got that brown like leather jacket on. Oh, no, I always remember that brown jacket. I think it was um, that was Bret Hart's sister. Is that right? I think it was who came in at that point. To yeah, give, yeah, 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 um, yeah. She was married to David yeah. Boy, yeah. And funnily enough, I didn't know this until recently. Where I'm from in Redditch, one of my friends just came out with it the one. She said, oh, yeah, one of my good friends lives in Aswood Bank, which is like a little village outside Redditch. And she said, um, she's going back home soon. She's been here for ages. And I said, oh, what's her name? She's Georgia, been friends for years. Georgia Smith, which is obviously Davy Boy's uh, daughter, lived in our oh, wow. town. And, wow. and I thought if I was only doing the podcast. Um, so, <laughs> you know, it's, it, it, again, that match for me, like you said, technically, it's whole... It, Look, we we appreciate technical wrestling. You know, that's a oh, yeah. Daniel Bryan. That's a you know, that's real wrestling. That's ROH. That is you know, of course, that is awesome. Uh, and they put on a show. Bret Hart for me. Sorry, I'm digressing a bit. Still one of the safest workers, most technically sound wrestlers to ever walk this planet. Um, yeah. Amazing, I, I amazing. I don't like I don't like how De- Bret Hart's kind of gone in interviews afterwards, kind of thing, and just said how Dave, how fucked David Floyd was throughout that whole match, kind of thing. Yeah, um, it's, it, um, I, he's a bit bitter, isn't he? And I think yeah, some of the yeah, things, is, yeah, you know, I mean, there is. I, gauge, I sorry, I gauge uh, people's opinions of wrestling based on what do you feel about the um, Bret Hart Shawn Michaels Iron Man match in rest, at WrestleMania um, twelve. Mm. It's like for me, that match obviously at the time was like a huge, huge deal. But it goes sixty mm. minutes. It goes sixty minutes, and do you know how many falls there are? Zero. After yeah. sixty minutes, is zero falls. And now going back watching it, it's just it's uh, it's boring. You, you couldn't know? do it now because the attention no. span of the wrestling fan now. You could. Yeah. It was even a gamble to do it then. Um, yeah. You know, you have, I, I, it, you have to do it. Falls count anywhere. No DQ. Um, yeah, and yeah. go 60 minutes and it could still go no falls but like you'd have to have all those bells and whistles kind of thing to get you'd have, you'd have to gimmick that you'd have to gimmick the shit out of it basically you'd have to have so much going on there'd have to be a table spot there'd have to be a, a chair spot ladder spot there'd have to be a high spot there'd have to be a a dq that doesn't get seen as an interference there'd have to be so many different things to happen for them to get away with doing no falls yeah well, anyway, so that's uh, that's all we're talking about a little bit on Damien's wrestling. That's great. We're going to now recap what happened, what we talked about in the last wrestling episode, which was back in August. Uh, back then, it was just oh, before. Man, that's, that Thunder seems Slam. so long ago, man. Doesn't it just? Where's it gone? Oh, in wrestling man. terms, a lot of stuff has gone down because this is just Mate. before SummerSlam. And the main event was Roman Reigns versus John Cena. Um, Reigns won. <laughs> Spoiler. <laughs> yeah, I mean, uh, if you haven't seen it by now. <laughs> yeah, Reigns has been the big dog uh, for a long time going on. And then afterwards, he a defended a title in Money in Bank or oh, Alex Dream Balls. Um, he's, he's defended it several times and he is yet yeah. to be beaten. Well, yeah, he only got uh, he only had a countdown um, loss, didn't he, recently? And I think that was, wasn't that against. Um, wasn't Woods. that against Woods? It King was. Woods. That was his first first King, loss. It was. Uh, it was even though it was ruled as a um, like a no contest. The Usos pulled Woods out, so technically it should have <laughs> been a DQ. But you know, you got to protect 
you got to protect the big dog. But that, you know, the first, I think that's the first time that he's either lost or it's gone to a no contest in that's, his entire reign. Like his entire reign. That's the first time anything that's out, even in tag team matches, multi-man, that's the first time anything like that's gone against him. That's but you know what? They're, they're, they're building. I mean, I remember when it was the Cena effect. They were trying to shove Roman down everyone's throat. This is the next guy. This is the next guy. When we're told that as wrestling fans, it's like, no, Austin was organic. You know, mm. it just happened. Um, you know, okay, Hogan was a bit forced towards the end, but it was still happened during the early eighties. Um, you know, the Rock. Uh, the Rock. The when the they was tried booed. to of course he was. they tried to push him and then they turned him heel, got the fans to hate him and then learned to love him. And now then after that, as soon as he was over as a face, like he was always over. He was, was over more than anyone else. <laughs> like yeah. well and, um, and I think with with Reigns, he needed um he he was the one good thing that came out of the um the what was the studio thing called the Thunderdome era um, oh, yeah. where he just became that character. And again, it's just not only Paul Heyman, who is just a genius, but nice. it's the way Roman's character has come on the way he kind of, you know, flips his words in the way it's just a whole different person. He was a very forced Rocky Maivia baby face before where it was just like, no, just, you know, and, and now I, I think they're going to try and they're not going to be as long as Bruno um, Samartino to, to get that kind of, you know, that reign. But I think Vince is behind this for, for a long time. And I think we, we're heading for a, a Brock and Reigns uh, WrestleMania. Um, I can't see him losing it for a long, long time. No, I, don't, I, I think he's going to push. I think he's going to try and push on the doors of he's definitely going to beat Brock's record. I think, yeah, he's, beat, I think he's beaten Punk's record. Um, yeah, it's a pass punk. Yeah, the yeah. only one after that is he's got to beat Walter's record of eight hundred days, and then there is what was Dunn's record? Was it a thousand? I think so. I think it was Dunn held a, Dunn held the years. NXT UK title for just shy or just over a thousand days. Don't be surprised if Reigns holds that title for a thousand days. Yeah. And the thing is, though, it's again WWE where occasionally they mention NXT and then it's like, oh, my God, we don't know this wrestler. Hasn't he been on NXT? Doesn't matter. We don't know who he is. So <laughs> clearly they're not going to acknowledge yeah. Dunn. They're not going to acknowledge oh, Walter. No. So it will be we know because, I mean, let's be honest, one of the matches of the year, I think, personally, was Walter against, what's his name? I want to say Stroganoff, but it's... Dragonoff. Oh, Oh, we were, just, mention, we, were, we were going to mention that takeover. Takeover oh. Takeover 36. Takeover 36 was headlined by Karrion Cross versus Samoa Joe, which is mental now because both, well, one man is um, completely been released from the company, who Karrion Cross mm. and Samoa Joe got injured. Again, <laughs> such a shame that is. Again, such a shame. Um, yeah. Um, and also on that card, yeah, there was Carl O'Reilly versus Adam Cole. <laughs> Another man that has left the company and gone to uh, to AEW. That storyline's coming back. I think we know that Fish is there. We're going to have some of the contracts. Then it's going to be, are they all elite? Um, you know, there's you know that they're going to play that up. Um, you know, I mean, look, we could. I'm sure at some point you may even get to uh, onto NXT 2.0. But um, there's oh, so. Funnily, you should say that because since, since then. 
I mean, since since we've last talked about NXT, they've completely revamped it. They've got rid of a majority of their talent. They've put some on the main roster, then released one of them pretty much instantly. You've got people like Johnny Gargano, who's like a was he a double triple crown champion now? I think he is on NXT. He's yeah, he yeah. is now playing silly buggers with Dexter Loomis doing comedy stuff. And you've got you've got Champa. The only good thing is Champa is champion. Champion. Champa is, champion. That, yeah. Champa's champion. And then obviously you've got the good other good thing that uh, the only good thing I'd say out of the 2.0 is is it Braun Breaker? Is that is Braun that his Breaker. name? Braun Breaker. Yeah, yeah. Rick, Rick Steiner's Steiner son. Yeah. He is the only good thing to come out of that. Yeah, so far. And it's, like, it's got Bruce Pritchard and Vince written all over it in terms see, of well, colour. They, it's, they it's, oh, literally have this them now. They've got their hands on it because Triple H yeah, is about it, to take a step it, back. It's exactly. 1995. You know, the other nuts thing is that Triple H had heart problems from, from back in August as well to update people on. Uh, yeah, and then it's he, a shame and he, because he's going to watch that and it's going to finish him off. Yeah, I, I think Shawn Michaels is, is kind of at the... He's kind of uh, running the show, uh, but obviously he's running it in the loosest sense of the terms because Vinnie Mack and, and um, Bruce are there. I mean, you know, I'm a huge Vince fan, you know. Uh, I have been from, you know, he's, I'm actually one of the guys that actually enjoyed his commentary. I thought he was okay. You know, he's oh, no, he he's was no good. Gr- he was good, yeah. What a manoeuvre! <laughs> exactly. exactly. Look, he's no Grilla Monsoon. Will you stop? But he, he was, you know, he was... I still like McMahon because I didn't know at that time. It was only when sort of the Bret Hart's things started happening. He thought, eh. Um, but I'm a big Vince fan. He does look. There's lots of reports, and God hope it isn't about his memory and all the things like that. Bruce, I think, it, again, Bruce has been brilliant, but I just think, you know, Triple H again. Maybe the problem with Triple H and NXT was he tried to make it too like Ring of Honor, got too many indie stars in, made it too niche, and was going away from the overall product, which is probably similar to what AEW is doing. We've got this hardcore fan of AEW where they're trying to go off into different avenues, but you've still got that core base who are proper AEW fans. And, you know, um, I know what they're doing with 2.0, but I don't know whether it should be on a mainstream network in America. And I don't know how long they're going to continue that for. Um, If I was USA sitting there with some of these stars who... You know, I mean, the, the latest thing I've heard is that they're changing it to TV 14 uh, yes, to make I it edgier, that, yeah. um, which yeah. has got, obviously, you've got, what's her name written all over it? Uh, great looking woman, but... Um, Mandy Rose. The, the trio, <laughs> yeah. So Mandy Rose, yeah, fatal attraction, yeah. They're going for TNA again, attraction. you know, which, you yeah, know... beautiful people, yeah. Don't get me wrong, amazing. Um, but, like, <laughs> then you get to people like Karrion Cross who... I don't know whether you boys used to watch Impact. Oh yeah, um, but in yeah. in Impact he was amazing. You it was know, killer, he was known um, as he was Killer Cross. Killer like, Cross, it was, yeah. It was it was what it was. With Scarlet, yeah, with Scarlet, and it was out. He was out to kill. You. He was hard. He was and hard. Then, you know, in NXT when he was when he was squashing people left, right, and center, he was choking people out for fun. That was fine. He put the title on him. He got injured. He walked away. He come back, and he complete. Um, was it? Did he beat Keith Lee for the title? Yeah, yeah, he manhandled Keith yeah. Lee. Not an easy thing to do. Not at all. Not at and all. And then he goes onto the main roster, 
bearing in mind he was NXT champion at the time, this shows how much Vince gives no fucks about NXT. Is he loses to Jeff Hardy? I know it's Jeff Hardy, and he is probably one of Jeff my Hardy. favorites. He's Jeff Hardy. Oh, one of my favorites still. Yeah, he got yeah. a win recently. Yeah, he did. He, did. he beat Sami Zayn on Smack. Was it SmackDown or Raw? I think it was to get into the Survivor. It was to get no, onto the Survivor Series team. But um, yeah. and then he lost. But not only they changed his entrance, they changed his gear, and they job. They basically jobbed him out. They farooked him, Liam. They farooked him. Farooked they put a him. flipping helmet on him. Do you yeah, know what I mean? What were you farooking him for? It's just, just, oh. just... I don't know. And, then, and I, when, they, when I heard that Scarlett had been released, you knew it was coming. Because 100%. she wasn't... I'm pretty sure she can wrestle, but she was never She was never going to wrestle. Never. No, man. She, the thing is, is that... She's yeah. got Vince's type of manager or... Um, valet written all over her, and it's yeah, his type. Yeah it's, yeah, it's his type. A woman that he would see and be like, "You're there to be seen. That's yeah. your job." That's, yeah. so that was, that's like, literally what he saw. You know what he would say? He'd be all good shit. He would, yeah. wouldn't he? Yeah. He'd that's love good that. Shit. That's yeah. Good shit. That's the thing is, but the thing is, is that you kind of question like Vince's kind of like what he's thinking because if he can't if these men that carrying cross keith lee um who else like uh the other guy bronson reed like they're big men and they're the kind of thing that vince would love and if it's not working within the first few months it seems of them coming up to their main roster if he's tried giving them a terrible name or putting keith lee in a skirt or whatever it might be and calling him bearcat it, yeah, yeah, like giving him because that got him over for me. Name. As soon as they said Bearcat, I was like, I'm behind this guy now. Brilliant, you know. <laughs> I mean, what a carrying cross, carrying cross didn't even have Scarlett on the main roster. It just didn't make it. Just made no sense about what he was just doing. Came and then out, man, ended, man ended, up, ended up released. Just came out looking like some sort of like S and M gladiator. What the fuck? Yeah. <laughs> well, See, the problem with the big, the problem with WWE is they can get some things so right, and then they yeah. get so many things so massively wrong. And you look at the lost opportunities, you know, you you look at how great um, I, Seth was becoming so boring. But now Seth is his character's getting a bit more interesting again. Go back to Kurt Angle. That could have been a complete flop. He was amazing, you know, um, but it's it's almost like Keith Lee could have been amazing. He came in, beat Randy Orton. You know, what a, what a great start. Even behind the scenes footage of Vince talking to Keith Lee, you know, going, um, you know, it's a different crowd here, but I can see it. I can, you know, what he's like. I can see yeah. it in you. You know, give me those teeth, Bearcat. Yeah. You know, <laughs> um, so it, it's again missed opportunity. And I know we all try and be the Booker, um, but you, you'd think he'd learn from bloody the Fiend versus Seth. Some of this shit doesn't work, you know. Yeah, just, and like for some of the stuff that does work, kind of thing, like um, in SummerSlam as well, Becky Lynch came back. She is massively over. She came back as a heel as well, um, which that's is not working maybe, for me. No, I like her as a heel. Like it's, I uh, think it's Austin esque though. When Austin yeah. turned heel, he had to batter Jr. to actually get completely over as a heel. Now I don't so, think Becky's done anything yet to make you think. You're a piece of shit, you know. You've got you've got Be- uh, Charlotte with her, uh oh, which is just yeah. cringy, 
you know, I, I think I they could have played this up for Survivor Series a bit more. You know, show think, how personal it is. I don't think she'll get booed over Charlotte Flair, that's for sure. No. Um, she won't not over Charlotte, um, no. No chance, but, no, uh, no, no, no. But, um, but I feel like for, for working with some of the new women that are on that roster kind of thing, it makes sense for Becky to be the heel kind of thing, so your people get yeah. more behind the uh, yeah. the younger baby faces. Well, Bian- Bianca will get a massive pop, doesn't she? Bianca will get a massive pop. Yeah. They've done oh, that right. They've they've oh, done well with Bianca. Um, Rhea Ripley's and, on Raw as well, isn't she? Think so. Yes, but she's tag yeah, champion, isn't yeah. she? Yeah, yeah. But you can see there they're gonna they'll build up to a Lynch Ripley feud, which will be great. That'll yeah, be great. That's, that's, that's awesome, after yeah. that's yeah. after she then turns on Nikki. Yeah. She will turn on yeah. Nikki and she'll beat the shit out of her because physically, yeah, but, looking at the two, it's possible. Yeah. So yeah. three more things yeah. I can think to mention about WWE news. Um, new WWE champion after yes. Money of Bank with Big E. Yes. Um, one of my personal favourites. Fucking love Big E. I do. Yeah. Do you know what? The only guy. thing with Big E at the moment is um, just changing his music. You know, for me, it's I love his character. He's massive. He's got the on the stick. He's brilliant. But it's you've got Roman's music. You've got those ones that just have that start. For me, it almost sounds like when Big E's music is on, it's almost muffled. You can't complete... If if you would sort of say, you know, sing Hulk Hogan's theme tune to me, you'd know it. Yeah. If you were to go, give me Steve Austin's, you'd know it. I don't know... Liam's going to prove me wrong now, but I don't know if you could massively just go, that's Big E's song. I don't know. It's, I, it's that's Wale. my personal Wale, choice. Wale, Wale does his song. Wale right. is... Um, he's, they're basically friends of the New Day. Um, and okay. Wale is one of Big E's favorite artists. I only know this because they mentioned it on their podcast. But right. he's one of his favorite. He's one of these favorite artists, and he was like, "Can I do a song for you?" And he was just like, "Yes, of course." But he, need, he needed some. When they broke up the new day, he needed something that set him apart from them. But he's still right. wear the same yeah. gear. Yeah. But now he's champion. On SmackDown just gone is well, no, was it Raw or SmackDown? He got jumped. It was Raw, wasn't it? Raw he got jumped by the Usos. He got jumped also by the Usos on, on Raw and the... it's starting to show his serious side because people are like, oh Big E's a clown, he's a clown. He's a clown, but people forget that when he started, he was heel. And he was he, he was when he when they're building this whole Reigns feud kind of thing over on the SmackDown with Reigns like feuding kind of like having matches with Kingston and Woods. On the new day, so he's still uh, kind of linked in that way. I think but, you'll uh, find it is Sir Kofi and King Woods now. He's the so, hand, yeah. isn't he? He's the hand he, of the king. The hand of the king. And Woods is the king of the ring. Yeah, Woods the king of the ring. I love, I love the new day just in general. I know they're aimed for kids, but I just Woods is just fantastic. Woods is great. Love Woods is up, up, such up, an down. entertainer. Kingston, I've liked him. Yeah. Kingston, I've loved since day one. Since he came in, I thought it was cool. And then Biggie, he's just done so many things over the years. His interviews and his uh, his his dream matches of wrestling Goldberg. Some of the stuff he comes out with is just it's just fantastic. I won't oh, disagree it, with you. It, it, I mean, even the fact it, I know it's a little thing, but it just cracked me up. Where you've got Kevin Owens, was it Kevin Owens? I can't remember now. I think it was oh, sitting by him, big... and he's just lubing himself up with his yeah. oil, and he's yeah. just there, he's just going, you know, I'm just generally doing this right now, just lubing myself up. I mean, clearly, you know, Darren does that over on our show before we do his show, but it's <laughs> it, it was it again. I'm totally with you there. The new day for me, it just makes me smile. I think they're great. Yeah, yeah. yeah. 
I've got to mention, because you just mentioned him, Liam, also Goldberg wrestled uh, Bobby Lashley at SummerSlam. Uh, <laughs> and and uh, Goldberg's son got involved and jumped on Lashley's back. Who's a, who's what is he about twelve? I mean, isn't that assault? Well, you know, I know he looks like a big guy. However, well, Bobby Lashley threw him down because he didn't see him on his back, and Bobby Lashley was completely justified in doing that. He didn't know yeah. it was on his back. Hundred percent. If someone I mean, did that to I me, mean, he, you know, he deserved he deserved the uh, the four Nelson. He deserved that. Hundred percent. However. It. And this is controversial. I know, Liam, you want to punch me in the face on this one. I, I'm not the biggest Goldberg fan. I, I used to be. Then I kind of, the whole Bret Hart thing for me was, you know, try and be safe. Um, you know, that that really fell out of love with him for me. Um, however, in Goldberg's standards, I actually do think the match, although we don't talk too much about um, the, the match over there, um, I do think... It was a passable match with him and Bobby um, in um, Saudi Arabia for what it was. I think they booked that very well. Yeah. Um, and we've I got mean, one I, last I, match on his contract, haven't we? I, so. I do. I, I, yeah, I agree as much as I hate. I just don't like the fact that if Goldberg's going to do spot matches where he's just going to be, it's going to be like gimmick matches. Like he's just wrestling people yeah. to wrestle before. That's fine. Don't, yeah. don't yeah. put the title on him. Don't that's make him my, champion. That's my problem. Yeah. Like, yeah, you, yeah. We, me and Dave, had this discussion a million times about what they did with him and the Fiend. He didn't. The Fiend never needed the title in the first place. He was above the title. Then, when you put the title on him, he held that title for, I think, first about time. a week. Uh, the second time for about a week or two. Then he dropped it. He was basically a transitional champion. But to Roman Reigns, yeah. Roman Reigns. He was the miss, weren't he? He was the miss. People he... forget that Strowman, Strowman lost to The Fiend at SummerSlam, and then at the next pay-per-view, Reigns came back in the triple threat and beat Fiend for the title. Yep, and then obviously That's Reigns hasn't lost since then. The Fiend, yeah. got, the Fiend got released. Yep. Which, is uh, which, again, which again, I mean, that... There's obviously some shenanigans going on behind the scenes that him and Vince... Uh, Vince him and Vince... Um, had crosswords, you know, it's, there wasn't... It's because, you know, but... it's because he wanted control. He had a, he had an idea. I saw some concept for it. He had an idea of he wanted to bring the puppets to life, but he wanted to play each one. Right. He, I saw a mock-up, I saw a mock-up of, um, of Huskus the pig, like a mask. The same guy that made the theme mask made that, and it, it was horrifying. Like, oh, was, my God. It was really, really good. And I'm not being funny... Husky Harris was dreadful. So then he and then he got Bray. Then he was Bray Wyatt, and it start good. it started to get going. And then he got the Wyatt family. Then good. obviously you had Luke Harper, God rest his soul. You had Eric Rowan, and then Braun Strowman came into it, and he had that the feud he had with Cena, That's and then. Bad. And then he had the oh, then there was the stuff with Randy Orton. Like it's like it's not like he's dead. <laughs> no, but still he was always he's he's in the he was in the conversation. He was always there. Yeah. Yeah. Something. He was massively I, over. And he didn't, and he didn't I, even I, need I, to wrestle. He would sit there in the chair and just rock back and forth and do nothing. I love 
I love the first Bray Wyatt instance. They shouldn't have fucked up that character because that character was so unique and so good. There was nothing so like unique. it. There was nothing yeah. like it. And they and they killed it by just making him lose big match after big match against Undertaker, against John Cena, or against Randy Orton at WrestleMania. So then he goes away, rehabs his character, comes up with a new character, the which Fiend, is, which was even right. better. Well, he actually and the first better. time that entrance, my yeah, God. He, Oh, oh the first time the first time he actually sweet. spoke about that they did some they did like a weird thing on the network it was like story time i think it was and bray yeah. wyatt's told a story about a man in the woods with yellow hair down to his uh, down to his knees um skin as white as like white skin um and a terrifying sound that made you cover your ears and in an interview he was talking about the fiend this was like four or five years before The Fiend even was a thing. So he's had wow. this idea rolling in his head and he knew that's why The Fiend would put his hands over his ears. It was the sound he was talking about. The yellow dreadlocks down to like, they, were, they weren't down to his knees, but you can't wrestle like that. But he had told that he had had this story planned. Bringing Alexa yeah, Bliss I'm... into it. Hot. Don't even give me stuff like that. <laughs> don't, don't, don't listen listen so that, that, that scene that what was it was it rumble with the black stuff yeah i i don't know why i just there's something about i just i don't you gotta know. talk to someone about that i have I, it's a problem like it's a who's, yeah. who's the who's and i can't remember a name but i i properly looked at her for the first time on raw this week and i just thought god damn um it's Liv, his Liv brother's Morgan. missus Oh, that's the one i mean <laughs> yeah. she makes me yeah. cry jeez uh, but but <laughs> okay. bringing bringing the alexa bliss in was good yeah but then what they basically done was they were like hmm this is working fuck you we're gonna take that and give it to her and then you fuck off and basically <laughs> and they were like oh well, by the way we're gonna still sell your merch but you can't have any of the money one yeah. more thing about that. I know you want to move on from this, David, but for me, the burnt fiend, that looked fantastic. To oh, end yeah. that by just this metamorphosis where he walked and he was just normal again. Lazy, absolutely lazy. It goes back to the jelly hand and um, uh, May Young. Was it May Young with the hand? I mean, <laughs> for goodness sake, it's like, you know, put and what's, oh, there's JR's head. You know, it's just... Lazy it's booking. It's insulting the intelligence. It's insulting. Well, it is insulting. completely. You know, we yeah. all know that with wrestling, you have to have an element of disbelief. We know that. But also don't mess with our intelligence because yeah. we can kind of go on the edge of believability because it's like a soap. You can watch a soap, but you know it's it's not Ian Beale. It's Adam Woodyat, but he's playing it's, a character. It's a TV show at the end of the day. Of course it is, yeah, and that's it's a character. It that's why you love it, and we're all fans now that we want to know more of what's going on behind the scenes, apart from Roads to the Top, which is shit. <laughs> <laughs> nice. well, that's, that's a nice um, thing. Why don't we talk about AEW? Well, no, I was going to say, like, you know, like with the whole Wyatt thing as well, <laughs> the first match in the Hell and Cell match, it took many hammers, a big hammer as well, which oh. didn't, didn't work, and then the small hammer, Took all that to try and put the fiend down, and then he in his last match won RKO. <laughs> I've not seen it yet because um, I, I love that. Obviously, Austin's probably my, my fave, um, and I've seen most of his um, his sessions. I haven't seen the one with um, 
with Seth, Seth on it, but, but I think I think he talks about how angry he was he at does. Vince. He does. He does. Um, yeah. You know, and that that's pretty interesting. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah I'm going to give that. Oh, anything it's... to do with Stone Cold Steve Austin interviewing people was interesting. Oh, yeah, he's, right. he's just great. Yeah, love him. So that's the put a nice little bow on all the WWE stuff there until we talk about Survivor Series a bit later. Um, there's a little quick mention for New Japan Pro Wrestling. Um, at the time, Will Ospreay was injured. Um, yep. He'd given up the IWGP Championship. He has since returned. Uh, but he's only wrestling over in Strong, I believe. I think it was announced recently that at Wrestle Kingdom, he's going to wrestle on the second night's main event against the winner of Okada versus uh, Taguchi. So they're going since. I think they're building to Akada versus Osprey at uh, on the second night of Wrestle Kingdom. Oh and then my be, god! And then there's going to be a third night. I don't know what they're planning for the third night yet. Well, he's um, obviously he had a broken neck, didn't he? Uh, or yes. a fractured? He had a broken neck or a fractured neck. He is since um, he's still Rev Pro Heavyweight Champion. He is. I'm pretty sure Rev Pro have a six man title. He has got a tag team to join Empire. He is now a six man champion, and he is also the uncrowned IWGP heavyweight champion. So he's basically cutting about with three belts. Yeah. And, and, and he's Dave's best mate. <laughs> he's, um, yeah, to, to avoid that, he's from, right, he's from like the area kind of thing. He went to Oh, is he? Yeah. Wowzers. Yeah. And, um, is he going to end I... up in any of the big three or the big two and the one that used to be big? Yeah, I've watched, I've watched interviews with him. I haven't spoke to him personally about this. <laughs> Um, because uh, yeah, in the interviews I hear about this, he's all about the love of wrestling itself, kind of thing. He mentioned about how upset he was with Ricochet, one of his mates, going oh, to in WWE. No, um, no. I can see him possibly cutting into AEW at some point, maybe for like one of the big shows that AEW and New Japan inevitably do. But they're getting the a big whole... bird, AEW, they're getting yeah. too much of a big bird, and it's only but... gonna be a matter of time. Till they're slicing. Yeah, but for like him moving over to America and stuff like that, he's got a very like happy kind of family life here. I think he's got the best life really because he makes so much money being main eventing over in Japan and then he comes over to UK and no one knows him. He can walk walk on streets. No, unless you're a big wrestling fan, you may recognise him. But for the he ain't gonna get like crowded into like from people. He won't, you know be like hounded for photos every five seconds he can make all this money and be just like live in anonymity around uh, around his local area and he might be a, he might be a sting uh, until sting went there he might be the the guy that never goes you know uh, yeah. and th- there's plenty of people like that in in all honesty i you know sorry to completely segue um you know i i get why sting did it um, but it still makes me angry because <laughs> again, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a Sting fan. However, yeah. if you're a wrestler of that era, to say that you've appeared at a WrestleMania, it was on his bucket list. You know, yes, okay, it was a bit of a Vince up yours. You know, I've now killed WCW. Oh do yeah, you know what? It, it, yeah, yeah. Do you know there, what? He got in. The, he got in the Hall of Fame. He got his moment. He got his paycheck. Whatever happens, he can turn around and say he was in one of the main events at WrestleMania. Um, and I think, you know, to some people that means a lot. He, he had the respect from them there. Um, but Sting, for me, is still timeless, just as an age. Uh, very good hair. <laughs> so, yeah. Um, 
moving on to AEW. Um, before, when we recorded, we had two pay per views since we last spoke. Weren't we? About yeah, because when we recorded, it was literally the weekend. It was like a couple of weekends before. It was um, literally. It was the and, Wednesday well, night. It was the Wednesday night before Rampage in Chicago. Yeah, when CM Punk yes. debuted. It was the <gasps> Wednesday night what? before. And what a debut, man! <laughs> oh, mate. I I, um, I won't lie. I was that guy. Uh, the one you saw crying. Um, I have yeah, watery yeah, yeah. eyes because I have I, never, apart from Hogan, when he was on, I can't remember when he first came back uh, and it just went on and on and on. They came back from break. They were still cheering yeah, for yeah, Hogan. Yeah. It was one of the Smackdowns, I think. But yeah, yeah. for me to see Punk again, um, oh, you, you can't bottle that. That was just pure oh. perfection. The way they did it, the start the way they did the camera into the ramp, just everything about that. Old Mitchell, who does the old, um, not your Mitchell, but the Mitchell who produces on AEW, just an absolute legend. And uh, that was amazing. Yeah, I was the guy that was that tried to hand CM Punk a beer that time that he was on Rampage. <laughs> that, was a, that was a very memeable moment. Like that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hey, I was just, I, I was what? just... <laughs> I was watching it. I was because obviously it's on. Um, it's on obviously in the evening. I've got Fight TV. I've paid. For I have too. I paid for the AEW Plus because it's only a fiver, and I can watch. Me too. Like, I can watch it when I want. Um, yeah, me and too. And I was walking to work, and as I was walking to work, I'm just walking, and I've got the biggest smile on my face, and I just couldn't. I just couldn't. I couldn't stop smiling. It was. It was clever as well because the. Um, in WWE, when he's song, when cult personality hit. There was the static, then the song. On this one, there's static, break, more static, then the song. So it was like they caught, they got people, and then they stopped it, and then they got them again. And it was just so right. You are right. And I, I thought I was one of the only ones who got that. No, no, no. I heard it. And as soon as I heard it, I was like, "Oh, you sneaky bastards! You got yeah. every, you got everyone going before you even started the song." And then obviously with the whole with like Jericho's music, everyone sings Judas. It's become a thing. Everyone now sings cult personality. Yeah. So it's, it's, even even um, Jim Cornette. Uh, and he, he, he can't it. sing it. Let's be honest. He does. Like Mussolini. That's all he knows. And Kennedy. Yeah. Don't forget the Kennedy. He does. Yeah. Well. He does. Yeah, but, but, exactly. But everything that CM Punk has been doing like since then has been pretty much perfect in my view. The Darby oh, yeah. Allen match where he threw in uh, bits of uh, Bret Hart spots because uh, for the story, uh, for the, all the smart fans, um, he's wrestled, well, Matt Seidel. Um, that was a great, you know, that was a great match. People, people, sleep, people sleep on Matt Seidel or Evan Bourne to the uneducated. Um, he was a lot better than just the, the little he really guy that used to do really. shooting star presses yep. and stuff like that. He's, yep. he's got a lot better. They're doing it right with Punk because right at the beginning, Punk said, look, this love affair is going to be for a while, but it's not going to be forever. Oh, yeah. You know, you know. And he'd go back to it. It's almost like when Austin turned heel. It's completely true. I Austin never turned around and said, I'm a baby face. Well, I'm a good guy. Cheer I me. I can't wait. I never. can't wait for him to turn. I can't wait. Punk is going to turn. And in my opinion, and I'm having a bit of a premonition, um, I think one of their biggest stars um, is going to be the person that you don't think it is, and I think it'll be Eddie. Yeah, Eddie Kingston. No, no, we agree. Yeah, no, we, we agree. agree. No, no, no. We, were about, we were talking about this the other day because obviously to be their biggest star by a country mile because he is so he, over. He's so over. So over. And you and oh, he's just 
the the way he does his promos because that bloke has been through some shit. Oh, and yeah. the thing is, you, you you believe what he's saying. You know what? You know, I've been to dark places. Do you know what I mean? I've had some real shit and dark days. And you, you see someone like that talking, and you're like, man, he's one of us. He's been there. Um, and for me, he could be their biggest star. Get him as the biggest baby face. Turn um, Cody because that's got to happen. That's got money well, written all get, over he's it. He's been getting booed to oblivion. Oh, just you know, I I, I religiously watch Ada. I I watch it all. Like I, I watch I watch Dark. I watch Dark Elevation. I watch uh, Rampage, and I watch Dynamite. I will look at what's going on on Raw if I can be bothered. SmackDown, I'll pay attention to mainly because of Reigns. I'll I'll probably pay more attention to Raw because Big E's on there. I want to know what's going on there. But with AEW, I watch it religiously every week. It's like it's on to like we're recording on a Wednesday. It's on tonight. Tomorrow morning, as I am getting ready to go to work and as I'm walking to work, I will be watching it. Like Do you know what I'm, we're, I'm, we're I'm very set- invested. I am invested in it. I need to know so many things have happened. Not only have you had the rise of Eddie Kingston, you've had so many debuts. They, they have managed to get hold of Brian Danielson, which is huge. Adam Cole. Huge. Best huge. shape of his life. Amazing. His yep. character's him. Um, Adam we've, Cole, amazing, got, like you said. We've got Undisputed Era slash Bullet Club Adam Cole when it's fantastic. We've got... Um, we've when got, they kiss him on the cheeks. Oh! oh. It's, it's, it's and then we, me and Dave had this conversation about the women's division in AEW many a times. There's potential. Britt Baker. Mm. <laughs> Baby. Um, there, there is, there is potential. But there Britt Baker is has gone through. Broad, Britt Baker is going through a lot of the opponents very quickly. Um, that's the problem. Thunder Rosa. That's the, that's the problem. Thunder Rosa is good. Um, yeah. And you've also got uh, Ruby Soho that's just come in. But Ruby Soho's again, like, coming, yeah. Yeah, but I feel like they are waiting for the big star to come yes. over who's a women's yes. uh, wrestler from WWE. And Charlotte. All signs, all signs point to Charlotte. Yeah. Woo. Well, oh, and also, yeah. say you saying Charlotte, they got Andrade. Andrade came yeah. over. He signed. Mm-hmm. Um, who else? They got they got Pac back because he'd been stuck over. Christian. Here. Got Christian as Christian well. Cage, he wrestled. Uh, he underwhelming wrestled that, that that was, to be fair, because I love Christian. <laughs> Uh, he was great at the Royal Rumble, um, you know, but th- they built it up so much. And then poor Christian came out. Yeah, Christian's funny, man. Christian, but I think he's brilliant. I love him. However, I can't wait for Christian to turn on Jungle Boy. I can't. Oh, it's going to happen. It's going to happen. Wait. He was Impact Champion as well, which was uh, good for Impact. Well, have you seen who? Have you seen who won the Impact title? Yeah. Most... Um, well, uh, uh, Christian lost to uh, Josh Alexander. Josh Alexander, he had his wife and his son in the ring and Moose mm-hmm. cashed in that weird cut. Oh, the little trophy the- thing. Yeah. He cashed it in. Spe- I think he speared him or something and then just pinned him in front of his wife and his son. Yeah. And then the promo that he cut the next week was... A new day. Oh. Yeah. You can, be, oh. you can be a tribal chief. You can be the man... Do you know what? I don't watch Impact. I see bits, Bob's, but that is possibly one of the best programs. Scott Demore there had a lot to do with that as well. That and look, I, I'm I'm a TNA fan, 
Oh yeah, uh, yeah. So yeah. and another shout out to a podcast. If you get a chance, boys, have a listen to Jeff Jarrett's um, because going through the beginning of TNA, oh, it's fascinating. Um, uh, got double, a bit chuffed double, as well. Good old Double J. Little story for you very quickly. Um, I've, I'm on LinkedIn because I was in my real job. And uh, the one day I was sort of logging on just to see, um, you know, who had viewed me, uh, Ego. And uh, Dixie Carter. Ooh. Oh. <laughs> I felt like, like Kevin Nash all over again. <laughs> don't, 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 let near, don't let her near your business. Just don't, don't. Ooh, I tell <laughs> you what. Don't do that. Panda. No. Love it. A panda. <laughs> But yeah, um, we haven't mentioned full, uh, what happened at Full Gear, which was the latest AEW. That literally uh, happened pay-per-view. Sunday, uh, Saturday, just gone. It was an absolutely fantastic card. Didn't every forward single, any of it. Every single match. I will admit, I normally skip the women's matches because they Me too. are more to be there. Uh, there's left to be desired. Certain ones I will watch. Yeah. Dave, know, Dave knows who and Dave knows why. Um, <laughs> He knows why. Um, but most of the time, it's a... I'll watch the f- a minute or two at the beginning to see if anything interesting happens, and then I'll kind of, like, hit skip, like, 15 seconds, and it'll go to a break, and then I'll spam through the break, and I'll have a little look, and I'll cut between it until I get to the end. And if I miss the ending, I'll just go back and watch it. Because nine times out It wasn't ten, the best for me, though. That oh, For me, that was, still, that was still one of the weaker ones. I feel because sorry I think- for Ty Cumsey, because she can actually... Fight. She can legit. She can kick anyone's ass. Well, speaking of ass, she's got the best one in the business. <laughs> there we go. Um, and then the problem is, is I still feel like even though Brit Breaker's champion, she's still not one of the best workers. Gimmick wise and character wise, perfect. What in ring work? Hmm. It's it's almost there. It needs a lot of work, but I feel like she was because she's still getting better that way. I feel like she was playing a little bit of catch-up and I feel like Ty had to slow down. Mm. And some of the... I mean, some of the shots just are... They are so shit. They look so bad. Nothing connects. They look... They look. They, they run at each other and then they slow right down. And it's just sort of like a... It was a Matt Hardy it, elbow drop, let's be honest. It was... Um, it, yeah. it wasn't... That wasn't great because, the you know... I will say, and, you know, I don't know whether you boys um, have done this as well, um, but, you know, I, I've geeked out. I, I went to watch um, a, a Q&A with him, with uh, Kenny McIntosh. Uh, I've got his two books. And I'm a massive Jim Ross fan. Um, yes, he's been lost touch a little bit recently. Uh, well, sorry, when AEW was first inception, he didn't seem invested. I've got to say the JR we're getting now, yeah, he still has a few cock-ups, but I think JR is adding the magic back to it that he used to be. And I think at full gear, he was really on point with Excalibur as well. I think it was they were they were great on this. You, I, I think Jim Ross has to love a product. Like, he loved WWE, loved it. It took him a while to get there with AEW, but now you can see he's so invested. Shivani, for me, just absolutely adores the product, uh, and that yeah. comes across. Um, him and Brit don't get it weird, um, but it's cute. Uh, but it, you know, that I did skip a bit of that, so yeah, sorry. No, uh, that was the I, only I one think, I skipped I think a, a little lot bit of. People, of. A lot of people did. It was, I mean, well, for me, the match of the night would probably, probably Kingston Punk. That match was unreal. That oh, was that the emotion, was, the emotion I mean, in to it. Start, it to was, start the match, CM Punk comes out, 
no clobbering time, no smiling, straight face. He's wearing, I think he was wearing like um, kickboxing shorts and proper kick pads. He was there for a fight. Kingston yeah. come out. And then he hits them with the, um, is it the hurricane? Is that what it's called? That spinning back fist he does. Think so. Where he, he does a spinning back fist is one of his finishers or one of his signature moves. He clocked Punk with it before the bells even rung. And then all of a sudden, it's just a straight slugfest for like 20 minutes. Blood, there was colour. It was He was rubbing Punk's blood on his own face. It was, it was crazy. Tony Cara's um, kind of... Yeah, Cena moves. Yeah, so yeah. Man, that was great. Inside slam, hand you know up in the air. I saw. The I first, got that. The first I got that. Barge. As soon as he did the first shoulder barge, I was like, "No, yeah, no, he's not." <laughs> and then the second one, I was like, "If he does a backdrop, this place is going to go mental." When he, did, I was like, I was, like, I was just waiting for him to just go and do the hand. The best thing. Oh. The best thing is though, after he put the hand up, what does he do? Eddie Guerrero tribute. That oh. is why CM Punk is the best because he played with that crowd brilliantly. Because they're all loving Eddie, and he was like, "So you want me to be heel? Okay, I'll do some heel moves." He does noticeably <laughs> WWE moves, quintessential WWE moves, and then immediately gets them back on side by doing Eddie Guerrero tribute. And then so- from there psychology on, wise, oh, he knows like it, man. He's so good, oh. so good. Some of the five moves of Doom. He, he's just, just ripes him back in. He like, knows, yeah, but back. obviously TNT and TBS, they want to build a lot around Punk. Now, there's nothing wrong with that because Punk can be Reigns in terms of he can be the biggest star in AEW, but be a heel. Um, he also doesn't need still, a title. He, also he does doesn't need to be champion. He doesn't at all. And I, and I think with AEW, you're going to see um, the Elite versus uh, the old NXT boys. Uh, and then you're going to have, um, you're going to have Eddie really come through as uh, a complete bet because I think a lot changed. Moxley was clearly going to be heel. You could tell that was going he's, in that direction. Yeah. I mean, um, you see what he'd done to Wheeler Utah before the tournament started. He literally went out, beat the shot of him, dropped him on his head. And then Cassidy was in the ring and they were looking at each other. Like he was looking at Moxley as he walked away. And then all of a sudden the Eliminator tournament's out. Moxley runs through the first opponent. Cassidy somehow manages to beat a powerhouse Hobbs. And it Terrible. was set up. It was obvious. It was set up of what was going to happen. And then ultimately, yeah. Moxley had to. Um, Moxley had. Can't to wait, though, boys. I've got. I've got that pre-ordered. Uh, hopefully, that arrives mid-December. But I'm so looking forward to um, reading his book because he uh, he froze the old uh, goofball. What's his name, Mister Sodden? Kevin, Kevin Dunn. Kevin Dunn. Uh, yeah. He throws him down the stairs. So it's uh, that should be a great. Uh, but AEW for me. Uh, and my wife knows I'm a wrestling fan. You know, she puts up with the, you know, the Tuesday when I watch Raw. Um, and I'm a bit different to you, Liam. So I watch um, Rampage on Saturday morning and stuff like that. Oh, yeah. Um, so I, I watch it in yeah, the morning yeah. as I'm all, yeah, yeah, I'll watch it then. Yeah. That's it. So she she's always like, you always seem more invested in, in, in this one, she calls it. And I'm like, because it reminds me you know, of the, the Attitude Era when you had all the signs and you'd go into a Raw and that crowd were insane. You can only have two, 3,000 fans at an AEW show and then 15,000 at a WWE show and you can just tell the difference. And don't get me wrong, there's still things that WWE does amazing, like Paul Heyman with a belt in the middle of just perfection. Absolute is perfection. Just, the, way, the way he carries himself in this whole role, it's just fantastic. That, the, the groveling... 
snivelling walrus. Yeah, as Jerry Lawler called him, it's just yeah, it's literally just it's just fantastic because one minute he's like. He was, oh, yeah, my tribal chief, and then Brains on his side. And then Brock come back, and he was like, I've gone, well, when they were doing the contract, I've gone through the contract with my advocate, Paul Heyman. And it's the it's the facials. It's the look on his – and it's the Reigns, the, the face drops, and he's looking yeah. at him, and he's just looking like he's just shat himself in the middle of it. It's just perfect. I want to throw in the future prediction, because obviously with Mr. CM Punk now committed to AEW, at some point, Paul Heyman is going to jump over and hopefully – I want to see him booking AEW. Oh, could you imagine if he gets his hands on the booking <sighs> at AEW? If he has, oh, the, if he can get in and be the booker for AEW and start playing with all these characters, which you know some of them work very well. When you yours with your like um, Hangman Page, I think the story, long-term storyline that they told with him was very good. Yeah, um, he should have won as well. I agree with that. He should he, have got the. Have, he should have yeah. got the belt. He'd have fun with uh, booking Omega's character, Daniel Bri- Brian Danielson as well, like making him like the kind of Taz kind of figure that he had for ECW. I can see that. Suplexing I think, people do, you know, do you know what I can see about um, I can see Eddie Kingston being the Tommy Dreamer. Yep, Tommy Dreamer. I can Tommy see him Dreamer. winning the title, but never wearing it. And the Bucks is like the Dudleys kind of thing. If you turn them heel on them, get uh, them to cut scathing promos on people. <laughs> I want <laughs> that to heels. happen. I don't think it will and I'll tell you why I think the person that is going to come in and I think it's going to be a storyline where it's going to be an NWO sort of storyline where there's going to be the who's the third man and all of this and I think this whole stuff with Bischoff and Khan is a work and I think (laughs) I think Bischoff is going to come in (laughs) <laughs> and I think there's going to be an NWO type thing. Oh, they're going to be walking around. Oh, no. I tell you. Oh, no. Oh, no. The only person you'll never see in AEW is Hogan. However, there's, there's <laughs> oh, no. Bish- can Bischoff. Can you imagine? Can you imagine that? Bischoff has been in AEW. Oh, He's mate. spoken to them at length. I'm telling you now, Bischoff and Khan are working oh. on something oh, because there yeah. needs to be now. For AW, however much we love it and we love it, the dial isn't moving. Now, the problem is you've had uh, Punk come in, you've had Brian come in. The only thing I will say, and a lot of people have said this as well, AW sometimes aren't great at continuing the stories. They don't have the rematches. They don't have the continuous of the stories. Like I thought the stuff with Brian Pillman Jr. was amazing. Yeah. Absolutely amazing. Dark He's nowhere to be seen. They did nowhere to be they, seen. Yeah, yeah, they didn't. It was dropped like, completely. Cornet said it. They didn't capitalize on the dark side of the ring. They yeah. could have shot him to the moon with that. It would have been easy. And MJF as well. I think they're being a bit too subtle. For me, I still think he's going to turn up at the Royal Rumble. Oh, Ooh, MJF. He's going to be an entrant because he'll be the first one to jump. Yeah. Um, because he's he's that good. He, he's been uh, and, to jump, but I don't think he would get as much. The only thing I think that would stop him is there is no way in hell they would sign off in a, on a um, on him doing promos the way he does. There's no I'm way. I'm surprised they do on TNT. I mean, you know, that it, it just seems like over on WWE, it's like who can say bitch the most, and then AW who can say shit the most. But yeah, I think it's when they, you deliver the, the one it. Word you, know. you can say it's always it's like it's, yeah, but it still makes you pop. I think Jericho's got the uh, the biggest quota for shit, and it's just because the way he says it. 
Yeah, and so I still love Jericho, you know, but there is a there is a bit of me now. I think, look, he put AW on the map, whether we like it or oh, not, he when, did. Oh, Jericho uh, first came in, he was fantastic. As that heel, when he first was cutting those first promos, everything that he was saying was gold. I love the, um, le- we, me and Liam love the lexicon. Lexicon of the win. champion. The lexicon oh, of the champion. So that good. promo, when he's going through, he's like, evil Uno, angry dose, hateful Trez. Barkley, <laughs> Alan Jones. <laughs> Which for as soon as everyone heard that Alan Jones, you're like, oh, that's AJ Styles. But Trying he's, out some he's, old ones in there. he's coming to an end, I think. I think he's going he through that. Yeah. I think but he, he can knows. still cut promos like that, though. He can of course still he can. do stuff like that. He can. He can still be the talker. Here end up one last like, run with. Arne, I want to see Arne, the Arn Anderson role like he was like Arn was for the Four Horsemen later on. Kind of oh, thing. He's, he's been the, so good, Arn Anderson though with his character. with his club. Oh. I mean, oh, that, like, he <laughs> he has got on another the... one. Another one we forgot about Malachi Black. He's come in as well. Awesome, oh, yeah, yeah. awesome. Yeah, but that's Although like, that's, with, that's with the whole Cody thing, though. Kind of thing. It's kind of like hindering Malachi Black. If Cody Rose could just turn heel and already. Well, Cody. I mean, the booze that I mean, at full gear, the cheer that Pack Pack got. Pack Pack is over. Heel Osfay, he is he is over. Um, Love Pack. I don't think they understand the emphasis on bastard. I don't think they get it. For them out there, it means something different to what we what we hundred percent. Yeah, for a bastard, yeah, yeah. it's a bit different. No one uses bastard anymore, no. so I haven't been no. called a bastard in years. It's all no. cut now. That's 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 yeah, the go to. Yeah, it's just, uh, yeah, you're okay. <laughs> I love that word, though, especially when you boys say it. You know, you've could got you, the could, accent. Could you imagine Darren right now? He'd have a heart attack. <laughs> oh, I tell you what. Well, boys, I've got to say they're texting me actually because straight after you, I'm straight into the recall to, uh, for for three men. So I I, I am clock watching a little bit. But shall we, what shall I will... we jump into Survivor Series then? If that's okay, boys. Yeah, if that's we... okay. We okay, can, we can jump into Survivor the main, Series. The main things about Survivor Series that we want to get into, cut is like the old memories of the, the biggest moments in Survivor Series, because we've already done uh, the top 10 matches with Mitchell earlier on in this episode, which feels like a day ago, because it was for me and Liam. Um, the main w- moments that weren't brought up in that list were Undertaker's debut oh. in 1991, where he didn't oh. come out the egg. Look at the size of that hat, Mark. It all, it remember, he was really scared that he was going to be the one coming out of the egg and he'd be the Eggman. Eggman. <laughs> so good. So yeah, good. He, that he is one out. of the best documentaries I have ever seen. And I cannot wait. And they mentioned it on the quarter reports. Um, it, it's out, I think it's next year, but the Vince McMahon documentary. Oh, oh. my God. Ooh. Oh, my God. Yeah, there's, a, there's a new documentary you know? on Sunday for the Ruthless Aggression Series 2. On yes, the ones I haven't seen, um, and I'm going off track here, honestly, I'll be absolutely <laughs> slaughtered, um, is, uh, what's it called? It was on, um, they had like six of them. There was Austin, there was Brett, um, and it, you could only get it in America, I think, though. but they were received really well. Really, oh, was really it the, well. um, the H, yeah, I know. HP, I they were on like, oh, yeah, yeah, the, yeah, yeah. or something. There are documentaries, yeah, there was one yeah, on Austin, yeah. there was one on Because Vince Stool, is on them a lot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah Sorry, so. but Survivor Series, yeah. Um, yeah, there's the 91 uh, Untaker and also the Gobbledygooker debut as well. Oh, <laughs> <God>. <laughs> the classic WWE with uh, Gene Oakland doing 
country dances with a uh, with a chicken. <laughs> he was a wrestler, weren't he? Was he a wrestler? Gene. No, no, Gubbly Goopka. <laughs> oh yeah, he was. He was, he was a wrestler. It was Hector Guerrero in the suit. I know, but was he actually supposed to start wrestling? Or was that the plan? <laughs> I think it was sure. more. I think mean, it was. Uh, it was definitely like just gimmicked. Gimmicked to fuck yeah. around. It was it was just a gimmick? Yeah. Um, other, other great memories includes also um, one of the biggest things I've talked about on every wrestling podcast and it's talked about in every single wrestling video about behind the scenes stuff forever is the Montreal Screwjob oh yes and, uh, wrestling with shadows remember seeing it for the first time and, and actually thinking my god Vince likes kids and like there's <laughs> Sonny is like Sonny's like friends with Bret Bret Hart yeah. is yeah. she Sunny Days, days. Yeah. Um, so, so that was great uh, but for me I'll never forget the absolute pure hatred towards them in that room but they played that so well because you know they obviously talked about a lot of that but the, that's that absolute hatred and the build up to that match and the security and knowing about WCW and it was raw you know I think that's what they could have got more with with this year with Charlotte and Becky bring it onto screen you know I mean for God's sake they've done it years ago with Edge and Lita you know they've also you know they could have done it with Charlotte and uh and Nia um there's so many things that have happened that you know we're smart fans you know what I mean we know this stuff happens yeah yeah. It's been a long time since there's been a proper, and I think recently they got it right with Punk and Eddie because you really thought there was heat there. I think it's been a long time since they've actually had two people go at each other like that that you thought they hate hate each other. So for yeah. me, Survivor Series will always be synonymous with shenanigans. Yeah, and like the, the whole thing about who knew kind of thing with the yes. uh, job. Because Vince obviously got sorted through with Sean. Sean obviously knew, but he claimed for years and years that he didn't know, he didn't know that, uh, about it beforehand. Oh, Hebner was uh, sworn on his kids that to Bret Hart that if they asked him to, he wouldn't screw him. And he did. And he did. And, then Bret, yeah. and, he, and he legged out of the arena. He legged it. He, he was at a quick time. Yeah. Like, he was gone. Yeah. Um, I know Earl would uh, never screw me. Never. <laughs> Sorry. Joel Sorry, Bris Brett. <laughs> Joel Briscoe apparently knew. Pat Patterson apparently didn't oh, know. God but rest I don't, his soul. I, don't, I think he knew. I think Pat, he knew. He must, have known. he must have known. Um and yeah, Bret Hart punched Vince McMahon uh, in the showers afterwards. And massive. Yeah, when he was when he was naked, apparently, which is great. Yeah. So you yeah. know his third leg got in there as well. But <laughs> Survivor series for me will always be the, the 90s kind of and the early 80s when they had the well, team versus the team, you know? Yeah, well, the, the another big thing that happened in 98 was the best thing that Vince Russo ever booked, which was the Deadly Games tournament. Oh, so good. I can see the graphics now. Oh. Yeah, when, when, man, when Mankind was started out as the heel uh, for the corporation, trying to win the title for them, and La Rock was the valiant people's champion that was going to win it for the people... And by the end, they switched, did the old double turn and a screw job. And yeah, the best thing Vince Russo ever, ever booked. It was yeah. very, very good. And, it, you yeah. know, I do think the, the brand supremacy now, it, it's kind of, you, you know, um, some of them on this year's team have only been on Raw for like a few weeks and they're fighting for the brand supremacy. Um, yeah. It just, it makes no sense. Um, yeah, yeah. So, you yeah. know... For, well, I say for, they've had some good matches with it though, like um, the 2016 one. Um, that's the one with 
they had eight the Shield members. So you had yes. Ambrose, yeah, yeah. Yeah, Ambrose and Styles on the same team, and on the other team you had Reigns and Rollins. And then the Shield reunited and attacked AJ and put him through the table. Um, that's also with Shane McMahon doing the leap of faith where he got speared uh, by Rowan Reigns and concussed. Knocked yes. out for a few seconds. Ray Wyatt and Randy Orton were in that match as well and got the win for uh, for Team SmackDown. With, uh, Randy Orton being a sole survivor again. Uh, it's become this- the it's become the weak link though. I think Dave, it's kind of gone. Do you know what? It's 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 the one out of the big four that I don't think every. A lot. I'm not talking about every wrestling fan, but I still think it's the one that has the the least build. I mean, if you look yeah. at WWE at the minute, they've only really built to Survivor Series the last two, three weeks. Um, yeah. It's not been a, a massive build. Your SummerSlam now is is on a par with, you know, they're making that a stadium show now. They know Rumble's huge. WrestleMania, in essence, is only really a SummerSlam, but it's WrestleMania, for God's sake. Yeah. Um, so I think Survivor Series is the kind of, is the in-your-house out of the big four. Um, which is a shame because it had such such a prestige going back to the the warrior days versus Ho- you know all of those teams were massive in the back and Legion of Doom and ah oh, it was amazing I strive to survive yeah, yeah. brilliant um, yeah and then like like diluted it a little bit in like the early 2010s by putting bragging rights literally just before Survivor Series so they already had a, a team big team match for brand supremacy and everything but there's loads of classic Survivor Series matches from before with the Alliance versus WWF in 2001. Yeah. Uh, well, that's one of my, my favourites. One of my favourites. We need to do an episode on that one day, boys, because again, you know, we talk about missed opportunities again, you know. The Alliance, for me, the invasion you, angle. Oh, for me, Judy Bagwell should still have been champion, you know, God rest her soul. Um, I you will, know, it's, I'll throw this out as a teaser for like that kind of Alliance episode if we ever do do it um me and liam are big fans of that storyline yes and and like it we we enjoyed the whole thing i I don't think it look i i think again i remember vividly you know we need the real austin we need the real austin come on where is he i just want to hug you you know i mean again that kind of stuff sticks into your mind um and it was huge i mean that was forget the forbidden door that then was this can't happen, you know? Um, and you can tell they were still playing around with things. In those days, there was still a plan to have a WCW programme um, that was going to be. And, uh, one thing for you boys and, and for your listeners as well, if you get chance, um, it's a massive book uh, and it's called, I think it's called Nitro uh, and it's all about the death of WCW and, and all bits like that, but it is fascinating uh, and it really goes into the stories with that and stuff. But digressing there i think the invasion storyline I, I enjoyed it too i just think they could have stretched it and i think they tried to do it in such a small amount of time that could have been a year two year program like the nwo was before it became crap it didn't it didn't help that they didn't have obviously your flares goldbergs and all of them they are they were obviously all wrapped yeah. in their but, contracts but on that note though if they did have the flares and uh sting and hogan and everything that and savage uh, everyone like that they would have been booked the same way. They yeah. would have been they would have been booked to lose to the WWE stars because that would have been Vince's MO. That's what it's always been, as we've seen from the years past that. You you bring in those stars to lose at that point when if you don't use the lower stars, 
uh, put them in that angle and then bring the big stars in later kind of thing and don't even mention about WCW stuff. Now they're our stars and now mm-hmm. we put we put money behind them. That's that what happened. There's quite, a, um, there's quite a, a funny story that's going around at the moment that how true it is, you know, because the booking has been so bloody awful with WWE and because there's been so much going on that's kind of like, what? What are you doing? How have you done that? Why are you getting rid of all of these wrestlers? There's a rumour and there's kind of like this story in Fantasyland. There was always an episode, and at the very end of it, and I'll remember it to the, to the day I die, where Vince McMahon, it was just one shot, and he was at a table uh, and he was on a chair, and he said, the only thing that will um, kill uh, the WWF is my creation, uh, or something like that. And he turns around and it's got NWO. Uh, on the back yeah. of the chair. I'm going to inject it. Yeah, I'm going to inject the poison. And there's kind of like almost a story now that because Vince, you know, he's getting older, he's going to kind of kill the WWE within and then sell it. Don't get me wrong, boys. I like a fantasy, but, you know, old Khan is, is in there, there polishing a... this thing up. I'll tell you what. Could the Big E, you know, I mean, who knows? It could be gone, boys. We could be discussing this, and Tony Khan could own the lot. That, that could be, be happening in the next three months at Rumble time. It there's could happen. We could between, have. There's, there's a lot going to happen between now and Rumble. You've got copious amounts of dynamites, copious amounts of Raw, SmackDown, Rampage, <laughs> Dark, Dark Elevations. You've got Impact. Let's cap, let's cap this episode. Let's cap this episode with just with just one last thing. What do we think will be the best match at the Survivor Series that's coming up? This weekend. So we've um, got like Biggie, Biggie, Roman Reigns, we've got Charlotte versus Becky, we've got Nakamura versus uh, Priest, uh, the tag titles as well. Usos I'm liking Darby Priest at the moment. I do think Priest is. He's, um, he's had a character you know, change slightly. He's, he's got, yeah, he's he's got bit, more punishment Martinez now. He, he's definitely, he's got some badass going on with him. I think in terms of. Five on five match, which uh, we haven't had SmackDown yet, but the SmackDown team could change because the Raw team has changed again. Mysterio is out. Twice. Austin Theory is in. Austin Theory is in, yeah. If they get it right, I think the Charlotte and Becky match could be gold if they get it right. But I've got a feeling some shenanigans will go on and it wouldn't surprise me if it's against Flair because I think there's so much heat with her at the moment. Something's going to happen there. Um, there were, there's something coming I think Roman has to win against Big E uh, just because of the role that he's on I don't want him to but I think Roman has got to win that um, I want the long match that kind of thing that Brock Lesnar would do at that time when he would wrestle against AJ Styles and Brian at those pay-per-views and they would be the best match on the show like, yeah, the, yeah. Like, it's, got, it's got to be that kind of match and hopefully Big E this this oh, this match this match is going to be huge. It's going to be huge. He'll go like twenty minutes or something. Yeah, yeah. yeah. This this, this match is going to be huge for E's reign in general. Whether he oh, wins or loses, massively. it's going to be huge for his reign because it's going to make. He's obviously got serious. If he comes out, no dancing, no gyrating, no being E. If he comes out like Big E Langston was back in the day, and he comes out meaning he's going for business. That for him is going to be important because. He can't come out and jive and piss about with Reigns because Reigns, it's Reigns. I mean, it's, well, it's, that's, it's a big match. That's, that's how they've got um, Bobby Lashley over because I still rate Bobby Lashley's uh, title reign. I thought what they did with him to mm. make him the almighty 
I believed it. You know, he was a he was a badass. Um, you know, and I think his reign, apparently behind the scenes as well, when when he got pinned and he came back, they were all like, you know, what 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 a run. Um, the hurt locker, they shouldn't have split them up. We know about that, but I, I do think that that was great, and I think they can do the same with Big E. Um, I don't think Big E is going to be some sort of transitional champion. He's well respected behind the scenes. I think he he will sell a lot of merch as well. But I still think there's an element of something about him. We just need to see that. You know, I liked it when uh, he battered Kevin Owens. You know, um, I won't. I, I don't know with you boys. I, I won't say I'm like I was genuinely excited about Full Gear. Like I was like I was oh, yeah. I was pumped for it. I was excited. I was, yeah. It was let's get some a takeaway out. Survivor Series, meh. Yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna watch it so that I can say that I watched it so I can moan about it. That's literally the reason with it. For us fans over in the UK, if it's an AEW thing, you kind of think about staying up and watching it. If it's a WWE pay per view, that can wait till the morning. Yeah, yeah. You, rec- you record yeah. it and yeah. wait and watch in the morning. Yeah, yeah. Well, we don't want to hold up you for any longer, Damien. Your friends will hate us. Um, yes. Thank you so much for discussing wrestling with us. Yes. To jump uh, down, you know jumping down the rabbit hole of the uh, of the wrestling world. Oh, I won't lie to you, and it's it's again a bit a bit geek off here. But I was at work in my office. I had a really bad day. And um, who runs your um, social media? Was it yourself, Liam, or was it it's you, me. Dave? It's me. So, Liam, when I got your message, I was a proper kid. I was like, "Oh my god, I love it!" So, <laughs> no, seriously, this to me. Uh, and I apologise about being a, a little bit late on this, um, but it's been great, lads. It's nice to talk wrestling. Um, you can see how we're we're all we're all like, <laughs> and you know, we're, it's we're trying to talk over each other. Yeah, yeah. It's uh, he would have a field day in this edit, I tell you. But it's um, <laughs> no, I, I genuinely appreciate you inviting me on, and and hopefully, um, you know, I, I I can come back at some stage because it's been really good fun. So thank you, and I'm loving your show, boys, as well. It's uh, it's on every week on my uh, download, so it's all good. Oh, thanks very much. We, we 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 appreciate any of the uh, the support, you know. So we're just uh, we're just trying to. Well, I'm not even going to lie. We're just trying to make enough money so we don't have to go to work. Yeah, <laughs> I don't want to work. I want to sit indoors. Sit on Patreon. Let's have some little bits. I love yeah, it. Yeah, just sit around and watch wrestling all day. That's what we want to do. We want to much, make yeah. enough money from this podcast so that we can do another podcast where we just talk about wrestling. Yeah, We are so we... going to see something, boys. September, hopefully, we'll be there in uh, Cardiff in the big stadium to watch, uh, hopefully, the WWE Big Show. But uh, thank you, boys. You stay safe, and I'll see you soon. Give us a keep on trucking if you can. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> see you, guys. Go on then, Dave. Do you wanna do you wanna send us home? Or do you want me to send you home? Oh no, man, you can do it. Okay. Well, that's us for the rest for, for this week. You know, you know, you know what to do. You want to hear all the episodes, go to Apple, Spotify, Google Podcasts, Anchor, Amazon Music. Basically, where there's a podcast, you will find us. Don't forget to go and check out Damien and the other two boys at Freeman and the Microphone. All the information will be in the description below. Don't forget to go and check us out on Instagram at Wait What Trio, on Twitter at Wait What Podcast, and on YouTube, Wait What Podcast. That's your lot. That is your lot. I'll do Mitchell's bit. Peace.